This is Otis Tucker, retired from E.C. Lance High School, and you're listening to Crunch Time. Believe with all your heart. Believe in yourself. Believe in each other. And believe that in four quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going to dance. From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! Oh. You like that, Coach? A little crack there at the end. I know. I, I've been working on it. <laughs> You've been out in the weather. I've been breaking it... mirrors looking at the... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, we have some great uh, playoff football going on uh, this week, and we're going to talk about all the great games. Uh, some surprises. Uh, we've had some uh, some guys that we expected to win, but, but we've had some people sneak in there that have really, uh, at least they've surprised me. I don't know about you, Coach. I mean, they're... A lot going on. A lot going on. Yeah. So Thursday night, we started with EC Glass flexing their muscles uh, versus Amherst County. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that one. Got Coach Woody uh, after the game. I-, I love Coach Woody. Yes. Kids call him Coach Drippington. I'm still not sure that's a positive. He swears it is, but Coach Drippington, I guess that means he's well-dressed. Well-dressed. <laughs> well taken care of. That's a different generation. Yes. Um, but, you know, Coach Woody does a great job. Uh and I tell you what, uh, last night we had some great games. Salem's doing what Salem does this time of year, uh, 54-37 over Louisa County. I was at that game. Louisa County undefeated, uh, Jefferson uh, District champions, and just can't handle Salem. Um, but what a spectacle there. We had skydivers coming out of the dark. I mean, we had a skydiver. They brought the football down. They had jerseys on. We had a skydiver. I swear it came between the goalposts. How can we get a jumbotron? Like I don't know. Have. That's amazing. But I, I do want to give Salem uh, a little something this morning. In the jungle, the mighty oh. jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. They put them lions to sleep last night. <laughs> yeah, I the jungle. Tell you what. The jungle is what they call the field there at uh, Louisa County, and they, they certainly rocked them to sleep. But I tell you, Louisa County fought the whole way. They did. We're going to talk about that. They have two fantastic freshmen, uh, a wide receiver and a and a running back, and it took them a little while to get going. Sure. Salem hit them in the mouth, but they right. got up, and by the time they woke up, it was yes. a little late. I'm going to tell you, just just on Max Preps alone last night, yeah. over 25,000 views on that Salem game for people watching that game from the area and all around the state. That's how big that game was last night. Unbelievable. Well, Salem scored on their first six possessions. Exactly. And that was a good Louisa defense. Yeah. But, you know, when a good offensive team gets rolling, you know, they set you up right. to where you think they're going to run, they throw it. You think they're going to throw it, they run it. They counter when you think you're going. I mean, they do so many things that just bother the other team. And once they got Louisa, uh, once they got the Lions on their heels, yeah, it, it, it was going to be a struggle for them. Well, you know, my thing was watching them play P.H., this was a totally different team. We talking saw about Salem. Night. Yeah, yeah. We, this was a totally different team, and I was I was concerned. I make no bones about it. I was concerned because of what I had seen against PH. That this was, you know, especially going on the road. Yeah, and in going into that atmosphere, and let me tell you, that is a very unique atmosphere up there. Like you said, there's fireworks, there's skydivers, there's jumbotrons. This school 
is they got a lion that breathes fire, Coach. Yes. This school is unbelievable when it comes to football for the simple fact of the pageantry and the show they put on them. That's right. So when you walk into something like this, you know, you're you're in the middle of the circus. And you've got to deal with everything going on around you. But you know, it never affected Salem. It never did last night. Coach, Salem didn't Coach even... Holter, no, he had those guys ready to go. The mules were ready. They, you know, they pulled that wagon and they pulled that load last night. And they did their job last night. Well, they did. And uh, we have Coach Holter after the game talking, which uh, you want to stick around to hear that. Uh, just a great job by the Spartans up there on the road. Uh, also last night, Heritage uh, moved past Brookville again. Yeah. Coach Brad yeah. Bradley, who wants to play against him in Nobody. the playoffs? Nobody. Or during the regular season. Right. And and again, this is the SEC. This is the Seminole District eating their own. And this is, you know, this is how we settle things. And we know that we're going down these roads. And, you know, we watched East Glass the other night with Amherst. We watched Heritage with Brookville. They have to take care of their own before we get to Absolutely. that one survivor. And then that one survivor heads towards the ch- state championships. Well, I mean, it, it, it. Just like you said, I mean, Brookville's a good team. They're they're fighters, but Heritage just had too much. We'll talk about that game. George with and Narrows battled it down in uh, Withville. Uh, Jimmy and uh, T Mac were at that game. Uh, another uh, really good game, close until the till the fourth quarter. GW pulled it out. How about Glenver Blank and Martinsville? I know. I mean, look you at know, that. I mean, Glenver's on a revenge tour, right? And. You know, they can complete it next week because Appomattox upset Radford. Yeah. And Appomattox has knocked Glenver out of the playoffs, I think, the last three or four years. This is a personal game. This No is, doubt. Yeah, this is a game where you sit there and you say, look, we're going to throw everything out the window. This is personal. We've got to take care of business right now. And we've heard this all year. We watched Glenver start the season with a couple losses, and then it looked like Glenver got into that mode of, hey, we're going to handle our own. And, boy, they've started to handle their own. I think Glenver got healthy. They did. They had some missing pieces there on the line. They had some guys that were nicked up. Once they got healthy and got it going, again, another team that you just don't know what they're going to do. Coach uh, Clifford does a great job. They, they call great play. They really keep you off balance. But that's going to be a fun one next week. And then Christiansburg and Botetop both won yeah. one last night. So they're going to be playing yeah. each other again. Well, and let me tell you, that Botetop game last night, one of the things that you know a lot of people need to – to realize was that, you know, Bassett was fairly in that game. They had a couple touchdowns that literally hit kids in the hand. Yeah. And they dropped the ball. And, you know, Lord Bolletton, one, they need to handle their penalties. Because penalties, you know, kind of snuck this up on them. Year, this time always, of year. Yeah. And it's scary. So, you know, now you get Christiansburg and it's a little scary. But, no, Bolletton did a great job last night. And, again, uh, good win over Bassett. Right. We also have a state championship game this afternoon at 1 o'clock. Atlantic Shores visiting North Cross. I'll be there. Yeah. That's uh, Division II uh, visa. A uh, rematch from last year, you know, Atlantic Shores got him 36-26. Uh, so this is a little bit of a grudge match. I, I talked to Coach Alexander a week ago, and he said, hey, we owe him. Right. I love games like yeah, that. When no. the coach steps out and says, we owe him. Yeah. You're going to see effort. Right. And, and again, this is personal. This is one of these games of going, hey, we got a little something for you. That's right. You know, we're waiting on you. Come on. Let's see what you got. That's so. right. All right. So we're going to talk about all those games and a few more. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY, your weekly area high school football radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. Not just football. Yeah. We talk about other sports. We got three state champion games at Salem today. That's it. 
I mean, Auburn in one. We've got um, Glenver in the other. Glenver in 2A and, and 3A, Hidden Valley. Look so, at that. I mean, they're all vying for a state championship uh, uh, trophy. Yeah. And uh, that's where Jimmy's not here with us today. That's where he's going to be. He's okay. going to be covering those three three matches. So, uh, very exciting times. Right. You know. Uh, all right, let me set the studio. I, like I said, Jimmy's not here. Running the board uh, to my north. I don't know if it's north or not, but he's yeah. he's the man. Uh, coach Randy Leftwich, good to see you, Coach. Uh, to his la- uh, to his left, and we're glad to have him. The one, the only, Dave, the boss, Ross, um, just shaking his head over there. He's looking good. How you doing, Dave? Doing fine. It's it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> <laughs> he means it too. Yes, I he does. He's all serious. Uh, and then we got uh, Jason Bialik with uh, Guaranteed Rate with us today. Uh, one of our great advertisers. Really appreciate him and. Uh, how you doing? How you doing, Jason? You doing? Uh, you, you you look good. I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, having me here. I know I'm not as dressed as good as I normally am, like you said when I came in. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> appreciate you having me, and it's been uh, it's been great to be a sponsor with you guys this year. Don't let him fool you. He's dressed really well. He's got the Radford uh, University sweatshirt on. It's just every time I see him, he's got a tie. I mean, he's all business, uh, and I'm telling you, those guys do it. We're going to talk a little bit about that with him here in a second, but they do a great job over there. I'm telling you, if I'm getting a mortgage, that's my first stop. He's dressed for radio. He's dressed for radio. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> he's dressed for radio this morning. So. Love it, love it. All right, so, um, and then let me talk about Jimmy, uh, Jimmy's uh, uh, business, uh, Mr. Crunch MVP there. For great high school sports photos in Roanoke, Lynchburg, and New River Valley, go to crunchmvp.com. And and it's not just those areas. Right. Especially during the playoffs. we got teams coming in here. Or we're traveling. Again, uh, last night I was at Louisa County, Salem. Okay. Those photos will be up. If you haven't seen Louisa County before, um, go out and check out the photos. You can... It's really cool because we take so many photos. If you're not at the game, you can literally go through the photos and almost get a feel yes. for the play calling Yes. And the game, the flow, and, and the reaction to it. So it's a lot of fun. But Jimmy does a great job there. All right. And thanks to you, all you fine folks, for listening and maybe watching on Facebook Live. Uh, we wouldn't have a show without you. We'd just be talking to ourselves, which... We'll do anyway. We've been known to do. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> we're, the, we're that guy. You yeah. Know? <laughs> mumbling. <laughs> exactly. Mumbling on the sidewalk. All right. Uh, and this year, as I always say, we want to hear more from you, our, our listeners, on Crunch Time. Email us at crunchhssports at gmail.com. That's crunchhssports at gmail.com. Uh, shoot me a note during the show. I'll check during the breaks. Uh, you, you might be at a game that we're not at. Let us know your thoughts, uh, what you think about uh, your, your favorite team, you know, how they do last night. All right. So in a few minutes, we're going to have Narrow's head coach, uh, Kelly Lowe, yeah. on the line. Uh, wow, Narrow's lost a tough one last night, 48-28 to George With uh, It was a lot closer than that. It was yes. tied going into the fourth quarter. George With kind of pulled it pulled away a little bit at the end. But uh, stay with us for that. Coach Lowe is just a fine gentleman. Yeah. does a great job uh, over at Narrow's. And then let's talk a little college. Okay. Um, UVA canceled their game. Yes. Uh, uh, our thoughts and prayers uh, with uh, those at UVA and everybody affiliated. Those young men that were that were shot. Right. Um, just just terrible. Uh, you know, it's a scary time. Uh, it is out there today. Um, and uh, you know, so they they smartly, I think, canceled their game with Coastal Carolina. It's right. way more important. Yeah. Nothing has been said yet on the Virginia Tech game. 
Uh, I know that they're floating some ideas out there to maybe not play it next weekend, but December 3rd. Okay. So right now they're trying to, and look, there's no right, there's no wrong answer here. Right. If Virginia says, hey, we're just not ready to do this, we understand. Right. If they say we're ready to do this, we understand. Right. And and that's the thing. You've got to remember that they're going through something right now. This is a process. This is this is a process that everybody goes through. They're grieving. Right. And football is the thing that will heal them. Yeah. And right now they just have to be ready to get back out on that field and ready to play. But the Coastal Carolina game, uh, I'm, trust me, that was a smart move. Uh, they're having the memorial service today uh, up at UVA for these three gentlemen. And our, our thoughts and prayers go out to the uh, to the Wahoo Nation. Such uh, a random act. I mean, it is. It's just terrible. Yeah, it is. And, and it's really sad because, you know, we talk about football on a weekly basis. And this is a family. This is, you know, these men and women included because, you know, we have female players out there as well. We have females on the sidelines. Uh, this is a family. Right. And every Friday night, every Saturday, and every Sunday, now it's getting to the point, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, it's a weekly deal yeah, that you're seeing right. teams out there. And when when one of us in this family gets hurt, we all hurt. And that's the thing you're looking at here. And I think the nation right now is grieving for UVA. And uh, and so, again, our prayers and our hearts go out to that, yeah. you know, the Wahoo Nation. Yeah, really sad. Um, other games uh, of note around the area: Virginia Tech at Liberty. Yes, uh, noon today. Man, that's Liberty's that's... a nine-point favorite in this How ball about game. That? I know. It's look. This this literally is just a reflection on Tech season. Yeah, I think it'll be closer than the nine points today. I think Tech comes out, flexes a little defense. We watched Liberty lose a game last week that you kind of felt like they weren't supposed to lose. Yeah, and they lost that game last week, but. This is going to be a good game. And this, and this again, these are the games in state that help us as a football community heal because we get back to the normalcy of football. That's right. That's right. Uh, William & Mary at the University of Richmond, also at noon. Georgia State at JMU at 2. Yeah. Uh, at, or uh, ODU at Appalachian State. Yeah. You know, something happened to Appy State. Appy State started out as gangbusters. And, you know, they pulled off a couple huge wins, and then all of a sudden it just stopped. And so this should be a really good game down there today. You know, football is a fickle game. I mean, it you is. know, it's you get a couple key injuries, you right. you, you know, you get worn out, uh, you get a team that gets on top of you, and you lose a little of your edge. Yeah, and before you know it, you got a couple losses. Well, one day you're throwing the goalpost into the river, and the next day you're <laughs> leaving in the third quarter. So it's that kind of game, you know. <laughs> so wow, the goalpost in the river, <laughs> yes. coach. Well, they've got a river down there. They're throwing their goalpost in. How many goalposts are in the river? Or whatever oh, that okay. is. All right. You know? all right, all right, all right. So um, let's talk some uh, local high school. Uh, football last night uh the crunch games of the week um let's see dave ross you were at bassett and lord botetot and that'll be our online game today at three o'clock crunchhssports.com you can check that out uh salem at louisa county that was our bonus game i was at that we're going to talk about that brookfield heritage talked a little bit about that we'll get into more of that we got coach bradley talking after the game nares at george with uh as where Jimmy and T-Mac were. And then Atlantic Shores at North Cross, I'll be covering that today with uh, with Graham Whitaker. So uh, looking forward to all that. Um, all right, so got to move it along here. Let's uh, circle the campfire like we always do. 
Coach, what caught your eye this week? What's the one thing? Let's not get too deep, but let's, no. one thing that caught your eye. You know, the one thing that's caught my eye this week is, again, what's happened up at UVA and the, the family aspect that we've got to see. Trust me, this nation will heal. It's just going to take some time. And, and, and bear with the University of Virginia right now. This is, you know, a horrific event that has taken place. And, uh, again, our hearts and prayers go out to that yeah. fam- those families and friends and those teams. Good call up. Dave Ross, uh, what's on your what's on top of mind with you this morning? Well, I did want to mention you were talking about college. I didn't want you to forget Randolph Macon is in the Division Three yeah. uh, playoffs. And of course uh, they're going against Cortland State, which uh, I know from being up around uh What, they're ten and oh right State. now, aren't they? I, I believe so. Look at that. Uh, How about that? Yeah. But one other thing I did want to mention, which not not necessarily about a game, but I wanted to express uh, thanks uh, myself along with uh, Steve Myers uh, for being able to do these games and you getting us on here because uh, it, it it's greatly appreciated. Well, for those that uh, that don't know, I mean Dave Ross and Steve Meyer and those guys do a great job. This is a program Dave's done for a long, long time. But the best part about it is it's it's kids. It's the yeah. students that are actually shooting the game, right. that are actually learning how to do this, learning how to be a part of the industry. And Dave's provided a great service, and, and we really appreciate all that he's done. It's well, I, I know when Carl came to us at the beginning of the season and said, hey, we're going to do this with the kids of Franklin County, I asked him, I said, what's included? He said, Dave Ross. And I had I had my reservations. And, uh, <laughs> no, I, look, I've known Dave for forty years, and uh, what he does and what Steve Meyer does with these, uh, and Kevin Plaster as well. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm glad you got him in there. Yeah, give a big he, shout out to Kevin. I've known Kevin yeah. and his wife for years, yeah, they, and they've done a really good job this year. And who was the gentleman he took over for? Uh, Ken Kalinsky, who, who I saw, I saw he's, at Louisa he's up County. Now at Louisa County. So yeah, so it's Ken, funny. you know, Ken started this and really. I took this to a position of feeling good enough to pass it over to Kevin Plaster, and Kevin's done a great job with these kids. And, again, big shout-out to Dave and Steve for all that they do. Yeah, great call. All right, so let me – I'm just going to cover just the the scores that affect the Crunch team. Thursday night, EC Glass 42-14 over Amherst County. Uh, Last night it was Salem 54-37 over Louisa County. Heritage 49-21 over Brookville. George Wythe 48-28 winners over Narrows. Grayson County, a 21-14 winner over Galax. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Glenver, 35 to nothing over Martinsville. Appomattox upset Radford, 38-33. Christiansburg, 28 to nothing over Stanton River. Lord Botetot, 41-7 over Bassett. Mountain View got our, our Patriots there, 45-9. Uh, knocked off uh, Patrick Henry. What a great season the Fiddler and his team had. Uh, and then uh, today, or actually, yeah, today we've got the... The Visa uh, D2 uh, State Championship, Atlantic Shores Christian at North Cross at 1 o'clock. And then tonight, uh, Turner Ashby at LCA. Yes. That'll finish up uh, our area teams. But so. Um, Is Davison in that game tonight? I, I haven't heard, you know. Okay. He, uh, I think my guess is they'll try to hold him out if they can. Sure. Uh, I don't know if he can go or not. That high ankle sprain is a tough injury to right. come back from. But they really need him. They do. I mean, they're a different yeah. team without him. Um, but, um, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, you, you know, you got a kid like that. You got to learn to play without him if, yeah. if he gets hurt. So, right. All right. So, and today our Haley, uh, Toyota legendary coach player this week, uh, features, uh, features 
Otis Tucker from EC Glass and Dunbar before that. What a great man. I know. Loved interviewing him. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna, uh, we got a special guest here today, uh, Jason Bialik uh, from Guaranteed Rate. Uh, welcome, Jason. Uh, you know, we've had a great high school football season. Um, what's jumped out at you this year? I know you, uh, you're from the area, went to high school here. Again, I'm telling you, if you, you know, if, uh, you have a need for that service, if you're, if you're looking for a mortgage, I always like to stay local. I like to be able to meet with my guy. I like for the guy to be, or the gal to be from the area, really understands this area and can really, uh, kind of set you up. But what, what's jumped out at you, uh, Jason this year, anything really, uh, uh, comes to mind? Ah, a lot of stuff has uh, jumped out at us, I guess. First of all, great show. It's uh, been really cool listening to you guys talk about everything and your passion for uh, for football. It's really awesome. And uh, uh, thanks for having me here. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a crazy economical year, I'd say. And uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the news. And uh, um, certainly, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of things on people's minds. So uh you know, you know, all the more reason to, you know, deal with someone local, no matter what business mm-hmm. it is, you know, I mean, the mortgage business, definitely, I mean, other businesses as well, but, you know, it's, it's just always good to give back locally and, and talk to someone locally that you can reach out to and touch. And, you know, that's not a 1-800 number. I, I don't care what business it is. You know? <laughs> that's right. Well, I, I tell you, you know, uh, Jason, uh, again, you know, he's from the area, uh, the business is tough right now, but, you know, now's the time, you know, the, the rates are going to turn and you, you want to start thinking about it now. You want to start planning so that when you, you get ready to make the move and you get ready to need that service, now's a great time to get out, get, get with these guys and start talking about how it works and, and how it's going to come together. Uh, they've got a, they've got a great business, uh, going. And so talk a little bit about your business, um, uh, a guaranteed rate. I mean, uh, I'm always fascinated by what you guys do. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, you know, we've been there five and a half years in our location, right by, uh, West village, right in front of North cross, uh, there, um, near Finks and gingers and, uh, all the fancy jewelers over there, but we're, <laughs> we're, uh, we're right over there. We have a great location where people can come in and talk to us if they need to talk to us. So we also have a great digital app for, uh, mm. for those that are savvy enough. And, and actually you don't really have to be too savvy to go right to the website to apply, but you know, it, it, it's either, or you're not calling a 1-800 number. We're right there in town. Uh, you know, some people, uh, you know, with paperwork and stuff like that, you know, they, they, they want to bring it to us the old fashioned way. And that's fine. We're, we're right there to do it. Um, if they don't want to, uh, deal with all the digital aspects, but yeah, we've been there five and a half years. I've been in the lending world for crazy to say 17 years wow. now. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's just hard to believe it's been that long. But it uh, started when you were in junior high. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a lot younger, but, uh, not, not, not quite that young. Well, you got two great partners over there that work uh, for you, under you, or with you, uh, Aaron and, and Will. Uh, so, there, you know, there's a, I, I tell you, again, these guys are fantastic, and they get local. That's the one thing I really like. They, they understand uh, what, what, what's interesting to us, what's important to us. Um, they, they value uh, our, our young people and, and uh, what's going on in the Valley. So I would recommend definitely if, if you're uh, – if you're looking for a mortgage uh, here in the near future, talk to these guys. Yeah, definitely give us a shout if you can. Uh, phone number is 540-915-8441. Um, or you can visit our uh, website. It's rate.com forward slash Roanoke. Uh, you know, just give us an email. Give us a call. We got a full team. Um, it's not just myself. We got a full team, different personalities. And uh, 
definitely uh, like to treat our clients right and, and always have for the last, uh, believe it or not, 17 years. Wow, that's great. <laughs> that's fantastic. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back out of the uh, out of the spots, we will have uh, Coach uh, Kelly Lowe from Narrows with us. Um, but thanks so much to Jason uh, Bialik for, for visiting with us. Uh, again, uh, just, just great people over there at Guaranteed Rate. But stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Hey, football fans, I'm Jason Bialik, VP of Mortgage Lending with Guaranteed Rate, right here in Southwest Virginia. Working with a local mortgage expert to navigate through today's real estate market is more important than ever. Get pre-approved on our fast digital mortgage at rate.com forward slash Roanoke, or call me 540-915-8441, and our team will help you win. Equal housing lender, subject to credit approval, NMLS, ID number 210454, company NMLS number 2611, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. At Fuzzy Pickle, now is the time to set up your online merchandise stores for your business, school, spirit stores, fundraiser, and even your special events. Let Fuzzy Pickle do the work for you. They'll create an online store with merchandise that you have chosen. No more chasing down payments or calling people for sizes. They just go online and order what they want. This is also huge because you don't have to spend money on the merchandise up front. Keep your money in your pocket to grow your business. Stop by and visit Fuzzy Pickle at 1507 Apperson Drive. Check out their website at fuzzypickletshirts.com or call 540-302-4343 for more information. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. Hey, Roanoke, Chuck Baker here from Haley Toyota. It's our 19th annual yes Denver celebration. Yes, we have a great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley Preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are still low. However, we do have a few Camrys, 4Runners, Highlanders, and trucks available for immediate delivery. Or order yours today. Come order yours now during our Yes Member event. Yes Member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And yes, Haley has it for less. Southern Air is your heating and cooling solution in your home and your business. Understanding how to maintain these systems is a career, and one you can pursue without spending a dollar on tuition or books. Whether you're a high school senior or looking to start a new career, Southern Air's apprenticeships pay you to learn a trade. HVAC, electrical, plumbing, sheet metal, welding, and more. You don't need a college degree to be a success. Learn more at southern-air.com careers today. Southern Air, your HVAC fix, since 1946. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of high school sports in Central and Southwest Virginia. And you're in the Floyd County Cheerleaders and you're watching Crunch Hey, we've got Narrows head coach Kelly Lowe with us today. Coach, how you doing today? Doing good. How about you? Good, man. We were so, uh, so bummed that you guys got beat last night. You had a great team and a great season. What a tough way to end it with a, a good George With team last night, 48-28. It was actually really a close game. I think it was 28-28 going into the fourth quarter. Talk about your team this year, though. You had to like your group. Oh, yeah. we What a what a great group of, of, of football players we had. But I'll be honest with you, they're, they're much better young men than they are football players. That's great. Um, you know, yeah, and that's that's a that's you know that's that's a huge testament to them, their families. You know, how they've been brought up. You know, just 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 a great group of young men to be around. But you know, we had a, we had a great season. Um, I finished nine and two. 
you know, it's hard, hard to argue with that. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, what, it's where we want to be. And, you know, these, these seniors, we had 10 seniors, and they did a great job of laying a foundation for the future. And, uh, you know, we're real, real, real excited about next year. But, you know, we, we had a great year this year, and, uh, you know, we hate to lose some of those guys. But, you know, they left it all on the line last night, and that's all you can ask each night. That's great. Last several years, you've led the Green Wave to to the playoffs. What what's the secret? I mean, you know, you're not a big community over there, but I'm telling you what, you're you get a lot out of those kids, and they really play hard for you. What what's the secret to yep. the Nara's Green Wave? Well, you know, they they it, it, it's a community team. Um, you know, the, the 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 kids play hard. The kids play for 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 themselves, but they also play for for each other. They play for our school. They play for our community, you know, and we have a strong sense of community here. And, uh, you know, when we, when we walked out to the game last night to, to go out for, for warm-ups, it was about 545, and, you know, it's about 20 degrees, wind blowing, and, and our stands are half-packed at, at 545. Wow. You know, and, and that, yeah, that's, that's huge. And, you know, the kids, the kids really appreciate that. I appreciate that. And that's just what we're about, you know, and, and the kids play hard for that. And, you know, it's, 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 and I'll be honest with you, I've got great kids. We've got great, great coaches. Um, you know, our, our coaches pour it all on the line each and every day. And, you know, it's just, it's just a fun, fun program to be around right now. Well, you got a couple big playmakers, both juniors, uh, and had big, <laughs> big returns last night, Carson Krigger and Collier Pruitt. Uh, tell us about those young men coming up. I mean, they, man, they, they really produced last night and they're, they're fun to watch. Yeah, they they've done it all year, you know. And we say anytime the ball is in their hands, it's got, it's got, it's got the potential to go for a touchdown. Yeah, and, and they proved they proved that last night. Um, they're both they're both big targets. They're both um, great route runners. They um, have great speed. Um, they 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 play the game the way it's supposed to be played. They play hard, um, and it's 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 really a great uh, you know. I, I'm not going to say a one-two match matchup. It's it's a one and one a, you know, <laughs> gotcha. because they're both yeah, you know, they're both great receivers and and uh, you know they complement each other well and you know you can't say enough too about Aiden McLaughlin, our quarterback, who who um who who threw the ball real well to him. You know, he stood in there and and took some shots last night, but you know, pound for pound, I don't know if there's a tougher kid in the state than than, than that kid, but. You know, it's 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 we're really fortunate to have those two and, and and coming back next year and you know I'm excited to see what the future holds for them. You know, it's funny uh, in in community schools like uh, Narrows. You know, you get a lot of uh, relatives or brothers or whatever. I, you know, I was looking at your roster and I was like, you know, you guys could have almost been the Fighting McLaughlins because there's three of them. <laughs> there's are they brothers? There's three of them. Are they all brothers? No, they're, they're they're all cousins. No, all they're cousins. all cousins. Yeah, they're all cousins, and and you know we we have that a lot. You know we've got a lot of kids on our team who who are cousins with each other, and you know it's it's a thing about Nairs. You know once 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 you're at Nairs, you you stay in Nairs, and uh, you know we get we get a lot of generational players, and you know I'm seeing a lot of kids that that I played with. I'm I'm coaching their kids. Oh, that's and, great. You know, yeah, and and you know I've got uh, coaches on my staff that kids I've coached. Um, you know, it's, um, it's just, it's just, it's, it's once you're a part of Nairs, you, you stay part of Nairs. You, it just, you just don't leave. And it's, um, it, it's, it's quite a little interesting place and, and I wouldn't trade it for anywhere. Coach Lowe, tell me, this is Coach Leftwich. Good morning. Tell me, what did you, uh, talk to, 
uh, with your uh, about last night with your seniors. You know, a lot of times we forget that this is the last time a lot of these young men will put that helmet on. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did you say to your seniors after all of this? Well, I told them I told them this is my 20th year as a head coach, and I said I absolutely love football without a doubt. But last night is the night that I hate worse than any part of coaching football. It's when you look in the eyes of those seniors and they realize that it's the last time they're going to put that equipment on. They're going to put that uh, headgear on. They're going to put that green and gold on. And, you know, and, and what I tell to them, what I want them to know is, you, you know, that is the last time. And, and everything in life, there's an end point for everything in life. And, and it hurts. And, and it's, it's sad. But they're going to look back on it, and they're going to, you know, they might not remember the scores of the game. They might not remember, you know, the plays of the game or exactly, you know, how it played out. But they're going to remember the relationships that they formed. They're going to remember, you know, the, the friendships that they've made. And, and, and that's something that will that, never leave them, you know. And that's and, – and I told them, that, you know, it stinks right now. It's, there's, there's, there's no words that can ease their pain from last night. But, you know, I just thank them for what they've done the last four years for our program and thank them for the foundation they set for the younger kids. And, you know, it's just – it's it's really a bittersweet moment for, for a coach um, on on the last night. You know, you were talking about your juniors and how you have them uh, coming up through the system. Talk to me. Who are the young kids that you're kind of watching right now, maybe freshmen, maybe sophomores, that you're like, hey, keep an eye open for these guys? Well, you know, we had a kid. Um, we we started a freshman at linebacker this year, Cooper Helvey. Um, he did he did a phenomenal job. And you know, when when you, when you get teams, when you play a team like the George with, you know, who's got a lot of seniors, you know, it's 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 hard for a freshman. But but he he stepped in and did admirable for us this year. We've got a couple linemen who are who are on the line who um, going to be some 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 juniors next year. A couple sophomores that, that played good minutes for us this year. So, you know, and we've got those two juniors coming back, and we got Matt McLaughlin coming back. Um, you know, we've got a really good foundation, and, you know, our, our JV program does really well for us. You know, we don't have a lot of numbers, but, you know, I think our kids relish that. I think our kids, you know, really embrace that fact that, you know, we we play, you know, if you play offense, more than likely you're going to play defense. And, uh, you know, it's just it's, it's a system we have, and, and our kids really – really feed off of it and enjoy that now if there's one thing you can take from this season to carry over in the next season what would that be um just just our work ethic this year you know our, our 10 seniors they showed up every day and when i say showed up every day i'm talking about back in in june and may as soon as baseball was over and we hit the weight room hard this summer our seniors showed up every day for whatever we were doing, they were there. They were leading the drills. They were the first one in line. They were they they set the tone for for all of our underclassmen, and that's what I want our underclassmen to understand. You know, it's not something that starts August first. It's a process that goes you know year round. And you know, we share kids with basketball. We share kids with baseball. You know, you'll see the same names that we had in football pop up in basketball and baseball. You know, they play everything. So, you know, just I want our younger kids just to understand the foundation that the older kids set and what it takes to be successful. And I think those kids did that, and we hope to carry that over to next year. I tell you, I, I love that. Uh, I love that about uh, uh, schools like Narrows. You know, you got kids that are playing all these sports, and 
and supporting each other in different ways. A couple other guys. Before we get off here, though, i got to talk about a couple other guys for you. Uh, Sam Albert uh, and Reed Purdue. Those two yeah. guys, I mean, the, you, you want to talk about fire hydrants out there. You're not moving them. And they're not they're not big nah. guys. They're not big guys, but they're they're the glue. They're they're the glue out there. You know, Sam is is such a an exceptionally hard runner for us and he he really solidifies our defense. And uh Reed Purdue is probably one of the most unselfish players hmm. that I've ever coached in my life. We ask him to um we ask him to make a big position change about midway through the year that um really sacrificed a lot of his carries and a lot of things that he was doing earlier on. And he did it without hesitation. Um, he did it without being um, uh, bitter. And he really helped us turn our offense around. Just not, not really turn it around because we were, we, were, we were playing well, but it took it to a different level. And, by, and, and that's, that's the kids we've got. You know, they're, 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 gonna, they're, they're team first. You know, we don't have any we don't have any me guys and we asked him to do that and he said, Yes, sir, coach, I'll do whatever I need to do. And, you know, that, that says a lot about that kid and about his you know, his his values and things. He valued our team's success over his success. And you just can't say enough about that. You know, last thing, uh, I love that what you just said. Last thing, uh, you know, lo- I love the narrowest community. Uh, I I know when there's a game, a home game, I mean, they, they could roll up the streets at night. I mean, literally, everything's locked. Everybody's at the stadium. It's a unique stadium. It's such a great environment. Everybody is locked and loaded. And, and the thing I like about the nearest community, it's personal. I mean, they, they take losses as hard as the players. And exactly. I, I love that about high school football. You guys have really uh, captured that. Um, but uh, we, we love care- covering you guys. And, and, Coach, keep up the, the great work. You're doing a great job there. It's so much fun to, to cover you guys and watch you guys. And we really appreciate you. Well, I appreciate that. And, and if I've got time for one quick yes, story. Sir. To, yes, to sir. Yes, sir. To just tag along to what you just said. We have an opening playoff game last week. Um, our, our community loves to checkerboard our end zones. And uh, – I don't know if you know it, but the price of paint and aerosol cans has, has skyrocketed. Um, it's, it's, and, and we, we as a school decided we had enough to do a, 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 a logo in the middle of the field. Um, we had some, some community members get together, and they raised $2,000 in 12 hours to, wow. to, to order paint. Yeah, to order paint so we could checkerboard the end zones. So, but, so that's, that's a huge testament in itself. So I call the paint company. The paint cannot be delivered until Thursday afternoon. Well, we play on Friday night, not enough time. So I had a community member drive to Cleveland, Ohio, and pick up 12 cases of paint on wow. Wednesday morning and had it back by Wednesday evening so our parents could paint, our community could paint the checkerboard That's awesome. engines. That's awesome. <laughs> so I love if that, that. doesn't say... Yeah, if that doesn't say what Nairs is, then, then there's nothing that's, that's going to say what Nairs is. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks for sharing <laughs> yeah. that, Coach. That's fantastic. He yeah. is uh, Nairs head coach Kelly Lowe. And, Coach, uh, thanks so much for your time this morning. We, we really appreciate hey, it. Thank you, guys. And I'm going to tell you something. I said it last night. I thank you guys for what you do for the New River Valley, the Roanoke Valley, Lynchburg. Crunch is awesome. Our, our kids look, look, look for it every Wednesday. It's something they really enjoy and you guys keep up the good work because it's awesome covering high school sports. Thank you, Coach. 
Okay, have a good day, guys. Thanks. You too. Wow, I, I tell you, I love the story. Are I you know. kidding me? That's awesome. $12,000 and somebody drove to Cleveland. Yes. To pick it up and get it back there so the community could paint. Right. I mean, it wasn't like they were just getting it so, you no. know. I mean, they they were in. They were all in, and that's the kind of community you get with uh, Narrows. And Coach Lowe, what a great guy. If you've ever met him in person, I mean, he is full of energy. He is a great sideline coach. Right. I mean, he really is a field general. Well, you know, that right there is high school football. It was a couple years ago, Craig County needed new helmets. Yeah. And they went into the community and got new helmets. And that's that's high school football. That right there shows you that... You know, we love driving through towns and seeing signs up on a business saying, hey, uh, my business is closed today because uh, my my grandson plays for Pulaski right. County or something like, you know, it's one of those signs and it's one of those. And, and we laugh at, you know, sometimes with these small towns because we'll say, oh, they roll the sidewalks up at eight o'clock. But, but let me tell you something. When it comes to high school football, I'm talking they travel. They, they'll go anywhere where those young men will go. It's amazing to watch some of these towns and what they do for high school football. Coach, did you donate your high school helmet to Craig County? I needed to. You know, <laughs> I tried to get Greg's, but that's an awful big helmet. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, two people could fit in that <laughs> exactly. one. Well, you know, they have a great tradition at Narrows. I'm talking about going back through the years. Harry Ragsdale. That's and- what I'm talking about. I mean, they, they have had that, and so it's just continued which you find with a lot of these different schools yeah but you know it, it, it's tricky keeping it going uh because it's easy to let up and and uh, some of these small communities that just love their high school sports they don't let up i mean it is uh, a big part of who they are and how they're represented and and they love taking on uh, some of these other communities some of these other areas right and you know and look that's their a lot of these towns that's their identity Right. And you let them win, you know, you let them win a state title or something. I, I have met older men and they'll have that ring on their hand and you'll say, what's that ring on your hand? And they'll say state champion. That's right. 1974. And, you know, and they're proud of that. That's their heritage. That's what, you know, that's who they are. Yeah. And, you know, we look at the winning tradition up in Salem and what they've done up in Salem. We look at Pulaski County. We look at Fleming. We look at PH. You look at these schools and, you know, that's that community out there. And, boy, they just love football. That's great. All right, so we've got a uh, – I want to talk about a couple of great sponsors. Virginia Furniture uh, yes. Market. Wow. Um, what uh, – we talked uh, – we were just talking with Jason Bialik with uh, Guaranteed Rate. Uh, so glad that he, he and his team is involved with us. But Virginia Furniture Market, man, they've been with us from the, from the get-go. And <clears throat> love these guys. Um, certainly uh, got some great stores, one in, one in Bedford – one in Christiansburg, four in uh, the Rocky Mountain area. Just a, a lot going on with them. I like them because they're big and they're local uh, and just a, a great place to start if you're looking for furniture. But, uh, Coach, what's uh, what's their online deal? Well, you know, here's the thing. Go buy and see Jason. Put a mortgage on a home. Get your home. Well, then you got to put furniture in it. <laughs> there you go. And where do you start? VAFurnitureMarket.com. That's where you start right now. They have got their huge Black Friday savings event going on. It's their largest Black Friday event ever that they've had going. You can save up to $800 off of Tempur-Pedic right now. Huge amount of money. Uh, Plus, look, they've got deals that you won't believe. 
you got to go and start everything right there, vafurnituremarket.com. And again, like I said, when you go to that website, all of a sudden in the corner, right-hand corner, you have a specialist that'll pop up and ask if there's anything she can help you with today. And you just start from there because that is her job is to help you. And, you know, like you said, if you want to go into the stores, you can. If you want to set at home, you can. It, it, this is how this company works. You know, they're great, family-oriented, and they will help you out with everything they can. Well, you know, I like a combination. I, I like where you go in and you look around, and then you go home and you go online and see what the deals are. And sure. you go back. Right. <coughs> you know, that's the thing. And don't forget, when you go in, they've got their big gift card giveaway going on, $2,500 giveaway. Uh, right now, this submission will end on the 24th of December. So, hey, Christmas. Go in and sign up and see if they draw your name out. That's a Christmas. Hopefully. That's a yeah. big Christmas. $2,500. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, another great sponsor, Salem Civic Center. They're always moving and shaking. A lot going on. I tell you what, I was up dropping the crunch off. And, and the crunch is, you know. You saw what I saw, didn't you? Yeah. So, <laughs> so the crunch, you know, you can get all three versions at the Salem Civic Center, one of the few places where you can get Lynchburg, Roanoke, and New River Valley. But... It's a, it's a great place to, to, to go and just see what's going on. I saw all these tents popping up. Yes. With these swirls. And I'm like, oh, what yeah. in the world? I mean, you talk about show business. Yes. I'm like, is it a horse show? Is it the fair in the winter? What's going on? Right. It's paranormal. Yeah. It's the paranormal Cirque A or Cirque, however you say that. Yeah, however you say it. Circus, Cirque A, Circus. I you mean, know, yeah. uh, it's today through November 27th, but uh, when it's all lit up, it really looks cool. And here's the thing. This was only supposed to be in town this weekend. Yeah. This has been so popular. They've added shows next weekend. How about that? So go by and see it. I know that this is kind of more towards adults. So make sure uh, this may not be the... Age appropriate? Yeah, this may not be the best thing to take a four-year-old to, but, mm. uh, you know, definitely go on Salem's website and take a look and see what the ages are. But no, this is this thing is huge up there right now. I mean, when it's lit up, it, it looks like a spaceship has dropped yeah. down. I mean, it's really cool looking. I think it's 630 to 9.30 tonight, but it's going to go on through November 27th, like you said. They're yeah. adding shows and... And people are really raving. And, and you know, the Salem Civic Center folks bring this stuff to us, this entertainment. It's so much fun. Yes. Uh, and then, you know, December 2nd, we got the Roanoke Symphony Orchestra, Holiday Pops concert. That's a... That's always a hit. That's uh, always a hit. You know, that's something you want to do every year. December 10th, they got the Salem Holiday Market. You know, right. Christmas is coming. A lot of uh, really cool gifts you and gift ideas you, there. And then uh, I got to talk about this because I, I always love this. January, coming up in January, the 6th or the 8th, the Stampede Championship Rodeo. Look at that. I mean, one of my favorite lines... One of my favorite comedic lines was from a rodeo clown. Okay. Those guys are great. Can you I, share it? I can share it. So, okay. so you know, uh, these guys just say stuff, and, I, and I, I'm the only one, but I, I'm always rolling around because, you know, it's, 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 a, it's comedy. And, and the, the rodeo clown said one time, he said, me and my wife had words last night. I didn't get to use any of mine. <laughs> really? Really? I love that. I love that. I love that. Uh, all right. So, um, but uh, real quick, also because of the holidays, the Roanoke Valley Sports Club schedule has changed up at the Salem Civic Center. You will not have a meeting this month. That's right. Uh, well, December. December. We, don't, we yeah. don't because, the, and that's been the way it's been 
for years right. so because of the holidays. Yeah. So uh, we'll be back at it in January. There Good call go. out. Dave Ross, he, he, he's, a, he's big into the, the, the sports club there, and they do a great job bringing in personalities. It's a lot of fun to go to that. But no meeting this, uh, this December, yeah, this, this month. Yeah, this December. Start back up in January. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk some more high school football. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty, 540-353-7173. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Belleville, and Roanoke. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. 
At Boxley Materials, we have a long-standing reputation of fair pricing, reliable service, and a willingness to work closely with our clients. Let us show you how Boxley can work for you. 1-800-442-8878. Boxley is a proud supporter of high school football in Central and Southwest Virginia. Interested in joining our team? Visit boxley.com forward slash careers. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Meriprise Financial Advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Stuart Barnes with the Mirius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, at 540-769-0052. That's 540-769-0052. Offices located at 3130 Chaparral Drive, Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Great show today. Uh, Man, we're getting into it. Um, Before we start with high school, I want to talk about another sponsor, the Dogwood Restaurant. Yes. Love those guys. Keith Poff, Jamie over there, Jessica, and she keeps it going on the front. Uh, Senna, Brittany, uh, Dave. I'm telling you, if you want to know something about William Byrd, anything, you got to talk to Dave. And Carmelita. There you go. Carmelita in the back. All fine folks. What a great job they do. If you guys haven't been lately, you got to get over there. I mean, the food is just so good. I, I... it makes me hungry every time we every time we talk about them. But I mean, they've got everything. I mean, they've got pork chops with vegetables. They got smoked bologna. They got the best burgers in town. I mean, that, they do have the best burgers in town. They've got Hawaiian chicken, Caribbean fried catfish. Um, you know, uh, a lot of sides, things that you know you might you know you might have with your feet under your grandmother's uh, you know table. I mean, like uh, pickled beets. Oh. How about that? Look at that. Pickled beets, uh, coleslaw, potato salad, macaroni salad, pinto beans, cabbage, green beans. I mean, you name it, they've got it, and it's uh, it's just a great place to be. A lot of uh, good com- camaraderie there, uh, great community meeting place, and they're working on that outdoor area. I can't wait till that gets done. How's the steak over there? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Coach, you talk no, no. about it. We, we have the, a little bet going on. How's and, the steak over there? Because I was told this week. That uh, Jimmy Whitaker, Jimmy Chalk Whitaker, Jimmy Chalk Whitaker won won our contest by Who a game. Who told you that? He did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he won by a single game. So uh, I think we owe him a steak. And, we owe uh, him a steak. That's right. And we'll eat hamburgers. And I'm fine with that because hamburgers are so good. Just as good. Uh, for people who don't know, in the crunch each week, uh, we have a list of people making picks, and we there are experts and. Uh, when the playoff starts, the experts become us in the room here. For a week. For a week. And we ended up, I think at the end of the day, I think Jimmy beat everybody by one game. One game. And Coach, you beat everybody last year. I did. Yeah, still waiting on my steak. Still waiting on his steak. So Jimmy and Coach will have steak and <laughs> Carl will T-Mac have and Dave Ross yes. and Mike yes. and I will have hamburgers. So, That's okay, man. The hamburgers yeah. are good. Yeah. I would opt out of the steak for the hamburgers. And I really like the picture of me in the crunch. So that's, you do? I do. That's a good picture. Oh, there you go. Look at that. You look all serious in there. I know. I'll sign an autograph every now and then <laughs> for you. So. All right. So the dog, we'll get over the dog with a great place to eat. That's where we're going to do our payoff. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. All right. So, um... 
again, uh, I want to remind everybody, our game online today at CrunchHSSports.com is Bassett at Lord Botetot. This will be our last game, I think, right, Dave? This is uh, We're getting into playoffs, and they kind of kick us out when we get into the Virginia High School League games. Right. Uh, you have to pay a lot to be on it, and yes. a lot going on. So we, this is that was our this will be our last one. Bassett at Lord Botetourt. Man, what a great season it's been though with you, Dave. Well, we started the season with Botetourt, and uh, end the season with the Botetourt game because we had Botetourt and Glass, and then Botetourt and Bassett. So uh, we've had a lot of games. There's no question about it, and uh, you know it's it's great to have been able to do it, as I say, and. Uh, to be able to work with this group right in here is an honor. Well, do me a favor, Dave. Talk about the young men and women that work with you on a weekly basis. You know, these are students. Uh, you and I have been in this business, and Carl's been in this business. We've been in this business for a long time. And, you know, sometimes to get professionals is hard to work with. And, I, you know, I can only imagine students. You know, talk to me about these young men and women. Well, they're very good at what uh, they do, and they are uh, tremendous team members, all the different folks who work, both the uh, males and females, and they, you know, are able to set up and break down this thing, and uh, they do a tremendous job, and as you mentioned, you know, Kevin Plaster leads the way, uh, as Ken Kalinske did, and so we have been very fortunate to have those kind of leaders but these kids, I mean, you know, I don't know anything about technical stuff, and, and they do. And if there's a problem, uh, they're able to work it out. Yeah, and, you know, when they get done with these programs, you know, they head to jobs in this field. And we've got a young lady that works in the building here, here uh, Belle Dickerson. She just got married. And uh, she has a new last name, and the last name slips my mind right now. But Belle was one of the young yes, ladies. Yes, she was. Belle was in the... Uh, early days yes. that we did this. Her and also uh, Carly Jones, who was Coach Jones' daughter. Yeah. Uh, she was uh, on that team. And I know there's another, and I, I can't remember the fellow's name, but who works over at uh, Fox, who's uh, uh, worked on our crew. So okay. it, it's it's been good. Others have gotten scholarships and things along that line. So uh, I have nothing but respect for all of them. They do a, they do a great job and... Uh, I think they deserve a lot of credit because, you know, without them, forget it. Right. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun. I tell you, it's it's great to see them do it, and they do such a fine job. And what great training, you know, to be able to go into that profession and already have sort of an understanding of how it works and what you want to do. Yeah, a live event. All right, so Thursday night, EC Glass took on Amherst County. 42-14 to 14 was the final. Amherst first run from scrimmage after stopping – E.C. Glass on their first drive. Their first run from scrimmage was a fumble. Okay. At their own 26. Six plays later, wide receiver Tayon Mosby took it in for the Hilltoppers uh, from the three. Uh, you know, from there, Glass really got going. George White had a one-yard touchdown. Jerry Cashwell, the big defensive lineman, actually got a one-yard touchdown. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Mike Thomas was uh, a guy that really stood out for Glass. Uh, this night, 10 carries for 61 yards, but he's a linebacker. He's not very big, but, man, he brings it. Right. He really brings it. All right, so, and we've got, uh, and and their win and Salem's win sets up 
the rematch there of uh, Salem and EC Glass. Uh, that's going to be a good one. But yeah. we've got Coach Woody after the game uh, from EC Glass. Let's listen to Coach Drippington. So big win tonight, uh, advances you in the playoff. Michael Thomas uh, really, both uh, offense and defense really, really played well early on. Yes, sir. He's a, he's a warrior. Um, you know, he, he's a leader. He's very charismatic. Everybody loves him. He walks through the hallways and, and everybody dabs him up. And, uh, and he earns that. He earns that with his rugged and rough style of play. He gives 100% effort in practice, too. He's very vocal. Um, he's, a, he's a student of the game. He watches film. He's coachable. Uh, he's, he's all about team. He's not a big guy, but he brings uh, it. He's tough, though. Man, he, he is tough. I, I wish I had 100 of them. <laughs> How about Mosby tonight? I mean, he had a lot of yards. Uh, he gives you a different look when you give him the ball on a counter. Yeah. Uh, he's got such great speed. He's got great speed. He's got. He's, he's very agile. He's a very intelligent football player. He, he calls a couple of plays. Like, hey, coach, this is wide open. And we go to it, and, and then he's down the downfield catching a touchdown right. pass. And, uh, you know, give him a hug. And tell him, don't you ever call a play again. It's my job. <laughs> but, uh, how, about, how about Cashwell? He got that touchdown tonight. Did, that was kind of nice. Are you showing something there? You know, do you, no, he's a big one. And, and uh, you know, then, then again, he, he's from Emerson, so we wanted to give him some love in that regard. But we run behind him and 33 so much in that bull package. It's, yeah. At some point in time, you got to give them some love as well. Love it. Yeah. Great job, Cash. Hey, th- appreciate Good you. Good job, man. Thank you. Thank you. Coach Woody's so much fun. I mean, yeah. you know, his personality in these interviews and stuff, you know, that that line about, uh, you know, um, uh, I think he was talking about Mosby where he's like, you know, he has good ideas about what plays to call. And <laughs> exactly. I say, that's a good idea. We run it and say, don't do that again. Right. I'm, I'm calling the plays. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. You, he's a player's coach. You, you know that about him. But big win there, and that sets up the uh, – the big game with Salem next week. And let's talk about Salem. I, I drove up to Louisa last night, Louisa County, and Louisa County was undefeated 11-0, and and Salem 9-2 and going into that game. And Salem, wow, opening kickoff, uh, took the opening kickoff, 12 plays, 58 yards, 7 nothing. Uh, you know, Deron Wilson, uh, 11-yard TD pass to, to Ryan Coe, the tight end. When Salem's hitting their tight ends, when they're hitting their tight ends, they're trouble. Yes. Because they got so many weapons, and all of a sudden they activate, you know, Jalen Allen, uh, number seven, or or Ryan Coe, number eighty. You got real problems because they're really stretching you when they hit those tight ends. And uh, but you know, say so Salem marched down, scored, made it seven to nothing. They kick it off to the freshman uh, from Louisa County, uh, Savion Hyder, uh, uh, and he lit him up, eighty-seven yards. Man, he can fly. Okay, so uh, he tied it up. I mean, it took them seconds to tie it up. Salem answered again. The their their speedster Peyton Lewis uh, broke off a 47-yard uh, touchdown. Now they missed the PAT, so that caused them to try to catch up, which gave them an odd score there for a while. But uh, but Salem scored on their first six possessions. Yeah, against a really good Louisa County defense. Oh yeah, and uh, it's just amazing to me. I mean. Uh, you know, it was 32, I think it was uh, 39 to 13 at half. Okay. And, uh, the, you know, Wilson played really well, Duran at quarterback. Um, you know, Hyder uh, came back from Louisa County. He he had a 46-yard TD run, but they just couldn't stay with Salem. Right. Matching point for point. And Javion Jones played really well at fullback. If you, if you play Salem, they're going to run that. They're going to run that fullback. Sure. And if you don't always respect that fullback, right, 
they're going to get, you know, three, four, five yards. And what's Coach Holter's day? He said, you know, his math teacher told him, you know, uh, four yards three times equals a first down. Exactly. And that's he don't care about anything else. <laughs> that's and, it. And but it opens everything else up. And uh, they 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 really did a good job. Um, the only the only time they were stopped in the first half uh, was a one play drive to to end the half where <laughs> Wilson took a knee. Right. I mean that's the only time. You know, that's it. Um, but it just a a, a really a, the people there from Salem that that came and watched the game. I mean there was a big crowd from Louisa. We talked about it. What a spectacle. I mean. They had um, skydivers come in out of the dark. Oh, yeah. You know, flying down there with the football, had Louisa County jerseys on. I swear the second guy came through the goalpost, he turned and came back right through the goalpost. Right. And I thought, oh, my God. And you can't see them coming out of that black sky. Right. And all of a sudden, they're they're, coming, they're, they're landing on the field. But they, they have a, a lion that breathes fire. They had a lot of fireworks. They, they had a... Ken Kalinsky uh, had a whole show going on there. They've got a jumbo board where yeah. they they did a lot of uh, videos, a lot of commercials. I mean, it was like watching TV. Sure. Well, it's like a it's like a small college atmosphere. Absolutely, better than a lot of small better colleges. Better than a lot of small. But I, I was amazed with that jumbotron. Yeah. That I'm talking. Most schools don't have something like that. And the and the sound system was fantastic. Yeah. A lot of times the sound system, they, they cut corners on the sound. It was fantastic. You know, watching that game last night, and, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not in Louisa County, so I'm watching right. it, you know, online. Uh, the number one complaint was the PA announcer. He was everybody, a little slanted. He, everybody's <laughs> like, that PA announcer, because when it would get to third down, it would get to fourth down, it would get to first down, he was all over that mic. Yeah. And they were like, wow, this guy, you know, his brother's got to be killing him tomorrow morning because he is, you know, let's go, you know. Oh, it yeah. Was, oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, um, in the second half, Louisa stormed back. Uh, give them credit. Uh, quarterback Landon Wilson had a one-yard TD run. They got it back to 39-21. Uh, you know, all of a sudden, <laughs> uh, Salem started being hit with a lot of penalties. Yes. A lot of suspicion around that, but it, it really hurt Salem. Uh, twice Louisa County got it back to, to 10 points, but they just could not stop Salem. Right. When Salem needed to score, they, they, they scored. And, um, uh, you know, uh, Louisa had another freshman, a wide receiver that took a while to get going. Uh, uh, Dizer Carter, I think is how you say his name. And, uh, he's a, a, a fast, uh, fast guy too. And he scored late, but, he got it to 47-37, but then uh, Peyton Lewis, the 19-yard TD run. Right. He he is special. Ended up 54-37. I do want to say Lewis finished with 150 yards on 16 carries, two touchdowns, had a 25-yard TD catch. Okay. When they're catching the ball for touchdowns, yeah. you know, you're fast running back. Yes. You got problems because a linebacker cannot hang with a speedster like that. Sure. And, you know, that was something that we did not see in that PH game. Right. And, you know, we watch them, you know, literally just try to, you know. Very conservative. Eat, you know, eat up the yards, eat up the clock, eat up the yards, and very conservative, and it didn't work. This was a totally different team last night watching them, and, boy, it gives you, it gives you a whole new sense of uh, Salem football right now. Well, the freshman for Louisa County, he's going to be around for a while, Savion uh, Hyder, uh, the running back, um, who had the 87-yard the uh, kickoff return. He had 13 carries, 95 yards of TD, um, an interception, a fantastic right. interception that really helped him in the second half get close. But Salem's defense was so good. I can't talk enough about them. You know, when Coach Holder puts those guys out there, they're, 
they're undersized. Yeah. And they just outquick the bigger guys. I mean, Wilson Rakes, number 36, really stood out. Um, Warme, the, the the linebacker, number 18, had a great game. Coe, number 80, linebacker, had a great game. Chris Cole is just steady back there. Uh, Carter McBride, really the only guy with any real size, number 69, had a big game. Jalen Allen, the other linebacker, number seven, all played well. Uh, let's listen to Coach Holter after the game. You established things on the ground and kind of got things going there. You got to play to your identity and play to your strengths. Well, credit to the mules up front and the kids that I coach or have the opportunity to coach. You know, we believe in what we do and how we do it. I mean, I'm glad you said that, that it's your identity. And run the football and, and playing physical and doing the little things right. It's who we are, and we're proud of that. And, and uh, that, that's a heck of a football team over there. You know, it shows how far we've come. So uh, proud of our young men's effort, and we are able to establish the run, and Coach Pitts did a good job calling plays and mixing it up. Receivers ran some good routes, and we were able to, to do some things on the perimeter. Like I said, he's a, a lot of fight for them tonight, too. In that second half, they really kind of got back up here. How did you Oh, yeah. Well, hey, we, we, we come march the ball down the field, and then we, we turn around, and they, they're they not going to lay down for you. Coach Patrick and his gang are, are some tough dudes, man. And they return the kickoff, and the, so they tell us exactly what they think about that touchdown. You're going to have to play for four quarters to beat us, and that's exactly what happened, you know. I, I was proud of our kids, but a little disappointed. We come out in that half, lost a little focus, and maybe the intensity level went down. You know, you're up three and a half scores. And, uh, you know, that situation in this environment, you, you know, this time of year, you got to play for four quarters. There's nothing, it's zero to zero on the scoreboard. Um, but we did it, we played well enough to win, and I'm proud of them for that. Coach, your defensive line really undersized, but really outplayed them, really maneuvered around and played really well. Talk about those guys, because, you know, you've mixed some guys in there, and they, they play hard. Well, you, you know, you take the proper steps and you play at proper, the proper pad level, you, you can be successful. And uh, a couple times that we weren't, we obviously got our pads up, and those guys from Louisa, um, they're big and strong, just yeah. like everybody else we play, and, you, you, you know, they were able to take advantage of us. When, when we stepped with the proper feet and did little things right, we were able to get some pressure on the quarterback and keep our linebackers clean and trigger fire fit pretty fast, and, and you see what happens. It was 13 nothing. We gave up 24 points in the second half, right. and that's a tribute, you know, to Louisa, and, you know, we, we, uh, we need to execute better on defense. You know, Orme played really well for you tonight. I normally Peyton Lewis plays both ways. He just went offense this time. Right. But Orme, I mean, he he really stepped in and did a nice job. He did. He did. He's had he had a great week of practice. He had a great an outstanding week of practice. And you know, he's probably about 180 pounds. Yeah. With some with with a roll of quarter and some body. Um, but you know, he plays hard and he has a desire to to get better every week and to win. Yeah. So proud of him tonight. All of them, really. How does this help you going forward? I mean, obviously, you're winning. You go on. You learned a lot about your team tonight. They learned a lot about themselves. It's got to help you moving forward. Oh, yeah. They, You know, each week they grow up a little bit more and they grow more confident. You know, sometimes the Lord gives you ability, but it's a process into, into manhood and understanding how good you are. You know, it's not always about ability. It's about doing the little things right and the sacrifice and, and those type things. And they're figuring out. Um, just what they're capable of. Nice win, Cash. Thank you. Only question for me, Coach, just ended up here, uh, you know, kind of piggybacking off of that big game again next week. You guys have started off in the playoffs, two big wins. Yeah, how you prep up for class? Just like we do every year. I mean, you know, I mean, we, we're going to do what we do, and we're going to figure out how they're going to line up to us. And um, we're going we're gonna to rep that offensively. And then we're going to, you know, we'll start our week with defense film, 
offensive film, and, and we always start every practice with, with defense, and we're going to figure out then glass is going to give us double tight and three, you know, three backs and try to use their big old guys and grind us into, you know, into the dirt. But hey, then we tried to do that full. So, and then offensively, we're going to figure out how they're going to line up to us, and you know, they're going to play that ice pretty well first time, but you know. Everybody's excited until they get hit in the face. That's right. You know, and I don't say that arrogantly. You know, it, it's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. And we're going to practice special teams and be the best we can. And obviously, you know, there's a lot of improvement things that we can take from tonight. Congratulations. You know, thank you. Thank you. I tell you, that's some vintage uh, Coach Holter there. Loved hearing him talk. And that really sets the sets the stage for next week with uh, EC Glass and, uh, and uh, Salem. Yeah, well, you know, and it's hard because right now EC Glass is rolling, Salem's rolling. This, this is one of these games that, you know, Coach Wiles used to say it's a knockdown drag out, and that's what you're going to get, you you know. And, you know, I always talk about a George White kind of night, and, you yeah. know, makes you wonder if you're going to have that or if you're going to have the mules taking advantage of, you know, what they do. And uh, I loved last night, though, Salem trying to eat clock up and Wilson wouldn't get under the center, and he'd just swing his arm yeah. waiting on the clock. <laughs> yeah, they that. were letting the clock count down. and Yeah, they were letting the clock go down, but him just standing there waiting for the clock to go down, it's like, there you go, eat that clock up. Yeah. Well, you think about these two schools, Glass and uh, Salem. What a phenomenal group yeah. that they've had through the years. And I'm dating back to when, of course, Salem was Andrew Lewis. Right. Look at the coaches and players they had there and glass you know you go back uh, even before Bo Henson and uh, all that group that they've had I mean they just keep doing well I mean they both have uh, tremendous historical uh, value so to speak and that they they do a great job a lot of tradition there good point you know you were talking about the size of the linemen yeah. You always got to remember, it's not the size of the dog, but the fight that's in the dog. And that's those, true. And those dogs right there, boy, they'll fight you all night. Well, you know, it's it's hard for just regular fans to see because they, they look at, you know, the look test. They're like, Louisa County's just going to push him down the Yeah. You know, but Coach Holter talks about pad levels. He talks about steps. Yes. He talks about leverage. Right. He talks about a lot of things that people that didn't play the sport or haven't played the sport don't understand. Sure. And it really... You know, they're so well coached. Right. They use their quickness yep. to hit those gaps. Right. And, uh, you know, I don't care who the running back is. If he can't get started, he can't go anywhere. Well, and I think you're starting to see that over in Cave Spring now. Yeah. I, I think you're starting to see that Salem system work its way through the valley here. And we're starting to see those coaches come out of Salem. And I think that, you know, you're starting to see that style of football head over into Cape Spring. Yeah. A few other games uh, last night. Glenver over Martinsville, 35 nothing. Again, Glenver continues their revenge tour. Yes. I mean, you know, now they've got Appomattox next. Appomattox has been a real thorn in their side in the playoffs. So it'll be interesting. But, you know, Appomattox has had pretty much everybody's number over right. here for, you, for a good while. You know, we we talked to Coach uh, Clifford last week. And... You always get a sense that he is so humble that you really just don't know what he has. From a distance, you watch it and you see it. But I think Glenver got healthy after those first two games. Yep, they lost right. those first two games. They got healthy. And then you started to see the real Glenver show up. And I'll be honest with you, I think he's got a very dangerous team right now. Yeah. 
I agree. Uh, George with uh, 48 to 28 over Narrows. We talked to Coach Lowe a little bit earlier live. Uh, again, George with rushed 62 times for 447 yards, yeah. four TDs, 543 total yards. The game was tied, though, 28-28 going into the fourth quarter, and then GW just wore them out. They just had, you know, had had really just got to a point where they were just doing what they wanted as far as running running the ball. Um, but, you know, early on uh, to get that score, you know, back-to-back you had uh, Collier Pruitt for Narrows uh, return a 75-yard kickoff for a touchdown. And then uh, actually that was a, a punt for a touchdown. And then Carson Krigger, uh, the other wide receiver we talked about, the other junior, 93-yard return for a touchdown okay. off a kickoff. Uh, but Ben Jale, uh 28 for 212 yards, three TDs too much. Tandem Smith, the quarterback that had stepped in, uh, earlier this season's done a great job. 14 carries, 90 yards, three TDs. I mean, you know, George Wythe has got it rolling. Yes. Uh, it'll be interesting. I think they have Grayson County next week, so that'll be a challenge for them. They beat Grayson County earlier this year, but uh, so did Galax. Exactly. And Galax lost to Grayson County on yep. Friday. So, uh, But we've got a couple coaches here. Let's, um, let's hear um, Coach Lowe first uh, from Narrows. You know, eventually over time, you know, that, that kind of it takes a, it takes it takes a toll on you. Yeah. And, you know, they kept bringing pressure and we were trying to, to do some things uh, protection wise. And, and, you know, we just just missed a few here and there. But, you know, our, our kids play hard and I'm proud of them. And, uh, you know, nobody gave us a, a, a shot to be here. Nobody thought we'd be this far. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a testament to our kids and our hard work. And I'm really proud of them. Coach, how do you spell your last name? L-O-W-E. Low, low, okay. Yeah, it's pretty easy. <laughs> okay, thanks, Coach. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And Coach, we're with the Crunch. Okay, thanks, Bill. Appreciate we're it, We're with buddy. the Crunch. We just want to, you know, tell you great season. Thank you. Uh, we heard a little bit of the things you said. Uh, anything you'd want to add about your team this year that, that we could we could have out here? Well, I tell you what, I am so proud of this group. Um, you know, we, we, we came through a lot of odds. Um, they they battled their guts out. We don't have a lot of numbers, um, but but they come out every day and they work hard. And you know, I, I know we're not moving forward, but I, I wouldn't be anywhere. I don't, wouldn't want to be anywhere else. But with, with these guys, I'm so proud of them. And right. I love them. Coach, you had some uh, big plays there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. You know, when six and fourteen get the ball in their hands, it's, it could be—it's electric, and it could be a touchdown anytime they touch the ball. And, and you saw it on the kick return and the punt return, and then sure. they both made big plays in the passing game as well. So, um, you know, we felt like uh, you know we got to get them the ball as much as we can, and they—and they knew it. And they did some things to try to take them away. So, you know, hats off to them. That's it was, it was a. It's great high school football game. And coach, coach, one of the things that, that we you, you mentioned your numbers. Mm-hmm. You, one of the things you know that's amazing is you see your kids playing great on offense, and then you hear their daggone name <laughs> called out every time we, on defense. They, we 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 got about everybody that plays both yeah. ways, yeah. and uh, you know when you're at a small school, you gotta you gotta do that. And uh, our kid our kids relish that. You know I don't think our kids would want to choose one or the other. They they they're used to playing that. They understand that. They understand that's what we gotta do. And and they relish it and they, they embrace it and you know I'm I'm just just happy to be a Green Wave. <laughs> well, Coach Crunch has enjoyed following. Well, I tell you what, yeah. the Crunch is absolutely magnificent for what they do for high school football in the New River Valley, Lynchburg, Runnett Valley. It's it's awesome, and I'm I greatly appreciate it, and I am in debt to you guys because our kids every Wednesday, Coach Crunch here yet, Crunch here <laughs> yeah. yet, they love it. So thank you guys. All right, Coach, thank you. Thank you guys. Yep. Appreciate it. 
Very nice uh, of Coach Lowe. Uh, L-O-W-E, by the way, Coach. Yes. <laughs> Love a reporter asking how to spell your name. Well, now, hey, now in the business, we're trained to do Thank that. You. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, that's, the, that's the number one. You don't want to screw that in up. In the business. Okay, buddy. The, in the business, before, you know, when uh, you're being trained, that's the first thing you say, hey, say your name and spell it for me. Absolutely. There we, you go. Great to hear him talk about his, uh, and great to have him on live today as well. Uh, Lord bought a top 41-7 over Bassett. Boy, quarterback Jerishus Hairston for Bassett. Man, he's a big dude. He is. And yes. uh, Overbay, you know, Overbay keeps scoring for Botetot. He does. You know, uh, nicely had several touchdowns. I mean, Botetot's got it rolling, and they dispatch Bassett 41-7, like I said. Appomattox upset in Radford. That one, a little bit of a shocker to right. me. Um, you know, 7-7 seven to seven early, um, but just too much Raiders. They just wore him down throughout the night. But still, 38-33 is a close game. Yeah, let's get back to uh, Lord Botetot real quick yeah, here sure. for a second with Overbay and Nicely. You know, at the start of the season, I kind of had this feeling that they were going to work nicely too much. And it's now starting to get to a point where you're starting to see a team of many weapons. And boy, when you have a lot of weapons, it's scary. And they showed it against Bassett last night. And and look, Bassett had their chances last night. Sure, I'm talking that young man at quarterback. He hit probably three receivers last night dead in the hands, wide open, and that game could have easily been 21-21 at half, and yeah. they just kept dropping the ball. Dave, yeah. did you you yeah, saw Dave? I did. That was I your game. I saw that, and uh, yeah, it did. There were opportunities they had, and they weren't able to capitalize on it. And, you know, you talk about nicely and overbay. Yeah. Uh, but, again, a lot of credit, both the offensive and defensive lines for Botetot do a great job because they were able to hold at bay, yeah. pass it, right. and also control that clock. The time of possession would be, if uh, you know, we had the stats in the first half where it was almost 2-1 to one in favor of Botetot, and right. they continued to do it. So uh, they really have all the pieces together. Yeah, no, Jamie Harness has got this team looking really good right now. Uh Again, keep those penalties away from you, and uh, they get Christiansburg next, and I, that's going to be a dogfight. That's going to be a good one. Heritage over Brookville, uh, forty-nine to twenty-one. Uh, you know, Heritage got them the first time, ten to seven, but uh, pulled away from them this time. Bees blocked a punt early. Uh, Vire uh, scored to make it seven to nothing. Quarterback Hav Bateman, uh, just too much. I mean, and Rajon Bookerfelder, couple TDs. Uh, defense played well. Uh, here is Coach Bradley after the game. Proud of our kids. Kids win games, coaches lose games. I say that, y'all get bored of it, but it's true. These kids came in on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, crazy weather outside on, on Tuesday. We went out for an hour and 45 minutes, had lockdown on Wednesday. We figured out a way to get in the gym, get a little practice in before we had to go home. It doesn't matter, man. These kids just, they, they battle. And they started in January. Their off-season conditioning, their commitment, their dedication to this program. I'm so proud of them. I tell you, is he proud or what? <laughs> Let me tell you something. When Coach Bradley gets on a microphone, he makes me want to go to church. Woo! Well, I'm talking, <laughs> he is ready to go. I love it because you listen to these other coaches and it's like, Coach, you had a good night tonight. Yeah, we had a good night tonight. Everything looked good for us. Then you get to Coach Bradley. Coach, how'd you do tonight? Woo! We are ready to roll. I love Coach Bradley. That is yeah. that. <laughs> he gets wound up, man. He does, I buddy. I tell you. That's great. That's and awesome. Especially in the playoffs, I tell you, he loves it. Yes. Uh, nobody loves it more than him. 
Uh, all right, so um, Ginger's Jewelry, another sponsor of ours, yes. uh, best in the business. It's where I shop. Everyone I know shops uh, there from Ginger. Engagement rings, wedding rings, bracelets, necklace, everything you could want. Uh, they're just uh, actually close to a guaranteed rate up there in West Village Shops, just over the hill from North Cross School on Electric Road. Um, I tell you, um, you know, it's getting to that time. It it's, is. It's getting Christmas time, and she's got some great deals in there. You need to stop by Ginger's Jewelry and check her out. Uh, really appreciate all they do for high school sports and our, our young people here in the Valley. And don't forget, look, they do jewelry repair. They do watch repairs. And if you are looking for a custom piece of jewelry, this is the place to go. Because Ginger and her staff, they can create the perfect piece you are looking for. And a lot of times, you know, jewelry stores don't do that. But Ginger's Jewelry does. One of a kind. It's one of a kind. It's a one of a kind item. Go by and see the staff. I'm talking great people up there. Vonda, Ginger, Kelly. Great people up there. Go by and see them. Great call out. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have legendary coach Otis Tucker from EC Glass and Dunbar uh, way back in the day. Um, love uh, hearing from Coach Tucker, but stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Southern Air is your heating and cooling solution in your home and your business. Understanding how to maintain these systems is a career, and one you can pursue without spending a dollar on tuition or books. Whether you're a high school senior or looking to start a new career, Southern Air's apprenticeships pay you to learn a trade. HVAC, electrical, plumbing, sheet metal, welding, and more. You don't need a college degree to be a success. Learn more at southern-air.com careers today. Southern Air, your HVAC fix, since 1946. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of high school sports in Central and Southwest Virginia. Hey football fans, I'm Aaron Ewart, a loan officer with Guaranteed Rate right here in Southwest Virginia. Working with a local mortgage expert to navigate today's real estate market is more important than ever. Get pre-approved on our fast digital mortgage at rate.com forward slash Roanoke. Or call me, 540-353-4494, and our team will help you win. Equal housing lenders subject to credit approval. MLS ID 220576, company MLS ID 2611, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. At Virginia Western, we have a lot to offer. An amazing choice of programs available online or in person, both day and night, that range from four weeks to two years. Job credentials, professional certifications, associate degrees, and bachelor's degree transfer programs. And you can do all that here for less, with affordable tuition and a wide array of funding support that makes college free for many that qualify. We are Virginia Western, and from here, you can see your future. At Boxley Materials, we have a long-standing reputation of fair pricing, reliable service, and a willingness to work closely with our clients. Let us show you how Boxley can work for you. 1-800-442-8878. Boxley is a proud supporter of high school football in Central and Southwest Virginia. Interested in joining our team? Visit boxley.com forward slash careers. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. 
This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty. 540-353-7173. Hey, Roanoke, Chuck Baker here from Haley Toyota. It's our 19th annual Yes Denver celebration. Yes, we have a great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are still low. However, we do have a few Camrys, 4Runners, Highlanders, and trucks available for immediate delivery. Or order yours today. Come order yours now during our Yes Member event. Yes Member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And yes, Haley has it for less. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. We've got uh, Coach Otis Stucker for you, so take a listen. Okay, so I'm here today with legendary coach Otis Tucker, who was, if I understand right, he was you were the uh, coach of Dunbar High School, and then when they closed Dunbar and they merged Dunbar and EC Glass, you were an assistant coach over at, at EC Glass. All right, great to be with you okay. here today. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. All right, so I have my normal questions. First of all, one I like to start off with to get to know you is, where were you born and raised? I was born in Lynchburg, here in Lynchburg, and uh, I graduated from Dunbar High School. Okay. Uh, and was lucky enough to, to get a chance to go to Shaw University in Raleigh and play some football. And uh, my head coach at Dunbar was, was just like a dad. Oh, that's great. And, uh, and I had an opportunity to go. And uh, I wanted to do something similar, so he inspired me to come back and try to coach here. So who was your head coach? Uh, Harry Waters. Harry Waters, okay. He's been inducted into the old VIA Hall of Fame, and I was fortunate enough. He's passed away. I was fortunate enough to go to Charlottesville and receive a Hall of Fame award for him. Oh, that's great. You accepted it in his honor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fantastic. So what... what uh, uh, thinking about him, what stood out the most? What was the most impressive trait about him? Well, you know, you couldn't get away from him. He he coached all three sports. He coached football, basketball, and track. And I played all three of them. I captained all three of them. And uh, and he was like a dad. I mean, he, he was always around. He did bed checks. He'd ride around and find, if he found you, you were in trouble. I mean, sometimes <laughs> physical trouble. And uh, also, you'd know about it the next day in practice if it was in season. So uh, so he was. He also taught. And he was just a great guy, I mean, just to get to know. And things that he did for us as athletes, even when we went to college, no one ever knew about it. He, he helped us out financially and did some things. Oh, that's a lot fantastic. of us weren't able to, to even go to college. So we got some spending change and things like that. And uh, no one knew about it. I mean, he just didn't book for publicity. So if he was your dad, I mean, uh, dad figure, he was hard on you too. Oh, yes. Oh, he, yes. Was, he, he didn't put up with Oh, no, no, no. He, he knew what you were doing in the classroom as well as out there as an athlete. So, uh, so that's, you know, that's something that I think sort of stayed with me over a period of time, and, yeah. uh, knowing that there is life after athletics. Yeah. And there's some things that you need to think about. And I think uh, it even goes over to the pro sports today. Sometimes you don't play much more than three or four years. And then you've got to have something to do afterwards because uh, we're not lucky enough to have a chance to, to make a lot of money sometimes. And, and I guess a perfect example was a guy named 
Trace upon Dexter that got hurt. He was going to be a first-round pick. Went to Virginia, got hurt, and didn't get a chance to play pro football. But he's coaching now from yeah. what I understand. Yeah, he got his uh, terrible uh, knee injury sure right did. at the end of his college sure career. Did. I think it was playing against Florida State. Boy, he was a talent. He was. He, he was. And it's so unfortunate. Um, yeah, that, that, you know, it's, uh, we, we try to tell the kids and we, we, you know, we, we, we talk about it quite a bit, you know, how important it is to take care of, uh, the things you can take care of, which is your education and, exactly. and that'll last you a lifetime. Whereas, you know, a career in sports, uh, if you're lucky enough to be good enough or lucky enough to work hard enough to get it, you may be able to go out and make a little money for a while, but it's short, it's short lived. Sure. And I think the key thing is when you say it, lucky enough. Because there are a lot of athletes that argue that are maybe better than some of the people on the pro teams. But if you're not lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time, you don't get that chance. Yeah. And uh, that's, I think young people need to understand that today. So tell me about Dunbar because I, I, I don't know that much about it. What, what was your, what were the Dunbar, what was the mascot? Uh, poets. The Poets? Uh, Paul Lawrence Dunbar was a, was a, a black poet. And, and that's what it was. Um, we didn't have an animal or anything, but right. it was Paul on some bomb poets. So that's what we are. Man, you probably took some grief for that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> oh, the people say they got to beat the poets. Right. I mean, if you can't beat the poets. Who can you beat? Yeah, because we played against Addison High School in, in Roanoke. Yep. Langston High School in Danville. Uh, Burley High School in Charlottesville. And... Uh, Let's see, Carter G. Whitson, Dillwyn, uh, Salem. It was a school in Carter G. Whitson. Or G.W. Carver, wasn't Was yeah. G.W. Carver in Salem? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so. Uh, in Richmond, Armstrong in Richmond, and uh, and I, I'm trying to think. Oh, it was a Susan Gibson in Bedford. Uh, I'm trying to think of... Um, That's really Canada interesting. Canada High School in Rustburg, and it was um, a central high school in Amherst. That was basically the wow. district. Yeah, and it's a wide district. That's yeah. a lot of traveling. Yeah, well, some of them were not district games. And okay. Some of them were. Okay. And especially the Richmond schools were not district games. It was just a game to make out a 10-game schedule. All right, so one of the questions I like to ask the legendary coaches is leadership. How would you define leadership? What, what's leadership look like? Boy, you know, um, some people are born leaders, you know, and, uh, and you, you sometimes I think most of the players that we get have come up through the little league program and into middle school program to the high school program. And, uh, and a lot of that leadership is developed before they even get to us. And I think what we can do as coaches is try to expand on it and give them the opportunity to show that leadership, give them responsibility uh, over uh, other players. As new players come in, give them responsibility of taking them and showing them things that they need to do. And I think that makes them feel good and creates more confidence in them. And I think those are the things that help build leadership as much as uh, anybody else. I I wish I did have a... Uh, 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 I guess a recipe for, for leadership, but just given, uh, sometimes you can see where people want to take charge and want to take charge and you sort of, when you're given the opportunity and then correct them on some things that maybe they should have done, 
that they that they didn't do, and I think they appreciate it, but not to really put them down for not doing it, but to encourage them and tell them next time maybe you might want to think about doing it a different way. And they're accepting and of they're that. Accepting it, yes, and uh, and I think they accept it a lot better when you, when you do it that way rather than scold them about some mistakes that they made. But uh, I don't know. Leadership is just something that I think, and a lot of people, I think, is inborn. We can just, as coaches on a upper level, just try to expand on it and uh, and try to give them an opportunity to show that leadership and. And then I think they feel better about themselves when they show that, that response and that responsibility and just take off and do things and they feel good about it. And then you feel, you can see it in them and you, you say, well, that's great. I tell you, it's, I love hearing Coach Tucker. Yeah, that old sound. You can just oh, yeah. get that sense of that's just an old football coach right there. I mean, he just, you know, when you talk to him, you sit down with him, you can tell that he has a just a pure love for the, the game yes. and the kids and you know, he helped a lot of those young men um, get situated after school, get into school, sure, get into college, uh, get jobs, and right. uh, you know that kind of person is a pillar in a community that really uh, people still think so much of him. Well, you know, and we listened to Coach Lowe earlier, and you know, talk about the seniors, and uh, you know, you sat down with them and you talk about life, and you know, Coach Tucker, Coach Lowe, and all these coaches. Coach Hanson over there? Uh, yeah, they're the ones that, you know, when you need a letter of reference, you go to and you get a reference from them. When you need, you know, help with something, you go to that. Just because they're no longer your football coach doesn't mean they're not your friend and that you know, or your mentor. And, you know, it's just great to hear. Well, you know, it's interesting. You think about that. I mean, back in the day, I mean, the football coach may be the mayor of the town. Yeah, everybody knew you. I mean, no, literally no, the yeah, mayor. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, I mean, literally... Yeah politically decided things and right you know the the level of importance of the high school football coach he you know sometimes they'd be the principal or they would be you know have other roles where they literally back in the day were like the the, the top echelon of the community right and uh you know we've got great coaches today but the, it's changed you know it's not the same you don't have the the same weight sure. on you know the way that Football. Now, I think it should be. I mean, I, these guys, uh, right. they're raising our kids. I mean, they're, they're doing a great job uh, in these communities, really making sure that our young men are, um, you know, have a, are grounded. Right. Yeah, no, right. I, th I think it's funny. You go into some of these towns mm -hmm. and you, you show a picture of the mayor. And then yeah. you show a picture of the football coach, and the kids know the football coach before they do the mayor. <laughs> That's right. like, you, well, know. You, you know, I remember back in the day, uh, of course, for many years that, you know, Don Lee did the color for me. Yeah. And I remember at the uh, Victory Stadium, there'd be Judge Thomas come up to see him, this guy, that, you know. Sure. Because they remembered him. and uh, Right. And and they enjoyed uh, talking to him. Yeah. So uh, that's that's the way it is with you. Same way, you, you know, you, you talk about ones more recently like uh, Willis White or Bo Henson or people like yeah. that. They really have made an impact. And I think that's what people have to understand because these coaches, and it's not just football, it might be a wrestling coach, a track coach, right. whatever, but they really have an impact on an individual uh, student and help them. And you will still hear somebody say, oh, man, I loved coach such and such because right. they were instrumental in helping to mold them into a, uh, you know, a good citizen. Well, you know, one of the local <clears throat> rock stars that we had, he passed away a couple years ago, Charlie Moyer. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, Charlie. When, oh, yeah, yeah, when Charlie would go in somewhere, I'm talking, he got the royal treatment. And, you know, you start looking at what he did at Virginia Tech. You look over at Rono College. You look at, you know. Tulane. Tulane. That man's name was everywhere. And he just was one of those men. He was very humble. But, boy, when he went into somewhere, he, he was, you know, he oh, was yeah. a star because everybody knew him. Yeah, we got Paige Moyer, his, his Paige son. Moyer, yeah. He's, uh, you know, still catching over at uh, North Cross Basketball. Yeah. And uh, doing a great job. And uh, so, you know, it's it's funny. You think about these guys, these leaders in the in the community, like like Dave Ross was just saying, uh, the impact right. that they have. And, and the coaches today have that same impact as well. It's just it seems like we're moving a little bit off of, you know, uh, we're losing track of how important they really are. Yes. These coaches. Yeah. We're, you know, doing the, uh, you know, the Hidden Valley PA. For volleyball, uh, I, I from time to time get a chance to see Jim Mascaro. Yeah, because his granddaughter plays for the Hidden Valley uh, volleyball team. Right, and I mean, you know, you you have guys like that. As I say, he he's he's another one been around a long time. My goodness, uh, it just it it goes to show. And I think of some of these other sports. Like there's a guy that I remember. When I was at 10 and, and later, uh, Bob Sandy, a track coach over at uh, Salem. It might have been Andrew Lewis as well. But, right. I, I mean, uh, he he was another one around for a, a long, long time. And it, it, yeah. it it's it's something. George Miller, I mean, I can yeah, go Keller on and Miller, on. Yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of reach with those guys. All right, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the... I want to talk a little bit about the 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 standings, the top tens. We haven't talked about this in a while. Okay. Um, and then who's still around? So I'll start with Group A and go through Six uh, A. In One A, uh, the way the standings ended at the end of the season, Riverheads was number one. Yeah. Uh, they're only lost to Our Lord Botetourt uh, Cavaliers. Number two, Central Lunenburg, undefeated. Essex uh, ten and zero. Number three, Galax was four. The way they finished, George with five. So George was still around. Galax just got beat this week. Okay. Buffalo Gap, Patrick Henry Glade Springs, Narrows, who just lost yes. to George with. Twin Springs uh, tied for eighth. And then King and Queen, number 10, uh, in 1A. So that's where that stands. 2A, we had Graham, number one, still in it. Stroudsburg, number two. Radford, number three, just got beat yep. by Appomattox. Number four is Martinsville, just got beat by Glenver. Right. Uh, five's Luray, six Ridgeview, seven King William, eight Thomas Jefferson out of Richmond, uh, tied for eight Central Woodstock, and then number ten Glenver sneaking in there. Okay, so they're still around. Uh, in three A, it's uh, number one Phoebus, who's just beating everybody. Yeah, oh, they're 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 a beast. Number two Liberty Christian hanging in there. Okay, uh, three Lafayette, who just lost yep. on Friday. Heritage uh, from Lynchburg still hanging in there. there. Brad Bradley, number four. Number five, Botetourt. All right. I'm telling you, it's a traffic jam in three. Then uh, number, um, uh, also tied for number five, Lake Taylor, who won a big game. Right. Uh, Number seven, I see Norcom. And then number eight, Brookville, who just bowed out. Uh, Tied for eight, Brentsville District. And number 10, Magna Vista, who Stanton River had knocked out. Right. And then 11 was Christiansburg, just outside of the the realm. in 3A. In 4A, number one, Dinwiddie, who's also beating everybody okay. uh, in sight. Number two, E.C. Glass. Number three, King George. 
Uh, number four is for Rhina. Tied for four is Loudoun County, still in it. Rhina just got beat uh, Friday, by the way. Yeah. Uh, number six, Warwick, uh, nine and one. Number tied for six, Kettle Run. They're still in it, undefeated. Uh, number eight, Louisa County, who you know well, Salem just knocked yeah. out, gave them their first loss. Tuscarora got knocked out a week ago. And number nine, tens Kings Fork, and then just outside of that is Salem, right, right. on the edge. Yeah. So Salem moving up. Now, in 5A, it was Highland Springs 1, okay. beating everybody. Uh, 2, Stonebridge. 3 is Green Run. 4, Maury. 5, Kempsville. 6, Mountain View, who just beat Patrick Henry last night. Right. Right behind them, number 7 was Patrick Henry out of Roanoke. Okay. Uh, bowed out with a great, you know, having, after having a great year. Yeah. Coach Fiddler did a nice job there. Number 8, Frank Cox. Number 9, Riverbend. And then 10, Woodgrove. Uh, and then 6A, I just like to talk, I, you know, people want to know what's going on in high school. 6A, um, we had Freedom, um, number one, two's Fairfax, three's Battlefield, who got beat a week ago. They right. were undefeated. Four, Oscar Smith, still in it. Five, South County. Six, West Springfield. Seven, Thomas Dale. Nine, Manchester. Um, ten, Patriot. And then we had Lake Braddock right there uh, on the edge as well. And then Franklin County down, who got beat uh, a week ago. So I, I, I would like to bring that up because, I mean, we still have area teams. We do. That were in that final top 10. Right. And, you know, the thing that really gets me is you're going through this list. Yeah. And how many from the Seminole District are still out there right now? Well, they're LCA? starting to beat each other. I know, but <laughs> yeah, I'm saying LCA, it. Heritage, you still have East Glass. Glass. Yeah. You know, that tells you how strong that district is. Well, and well, then uh, Amherst is beaten. Amherst just got beat last and night. Brookfield just, Brookfield just beat. got beat last night. And, that of course, was... Amherst beat Jefferson Forest in the first yeah. round. So, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Boy, they just, yeah, that it tells you how strong that district is. But I tell you what, those those are some, uh, you know, there's some shockers there. Right. When you start going down that list, and I think really the first one was the Perry McClure you know, isn't that the one Stanton River beat? Who did? No, Magna no, no, Vista. No, Magna Vista. Magna Vista. Yeah. That was one of the first ones that really kind of blew everybody's mind because Stanton River, that was a 10, 10 oh, against yeah. the two, wasn't it? Correct? 10 versus 30. I mean, Stanton River was 30th in the state. Yeah. So look at that. You in, know. in 3A. And, yeah. and they knocked him off. Uh, Coach Leonard doing a good job there. Yeah. Man. So, you know, a lot of fun to look at this stuff. All right. Let's do the great eight debate. Oh. So <laughs> let's get back oh, to man. it. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, Reel off my uh, grade eight, and then, Coach, I'll turn it to you. And, Coach, uh, uh, you, you let me know what you think. Dave, uh, you got any changes? You let me know. So, number eight, after bowing out this week, uh, dropping down to number eight is Patrick Henry. Okay. I don't know. Number seven, who also lost last night, uh, Radford. Uh, number six, playing for a state championship today, uh, North Cross. Number five for me is Lord Botetot moving up a spot. Number four is Heritage. You know, Heritage really only their two losses, LCA and Denwitty. So nothing to, uh, you know, nothing to complain about there. That's two good teams. Right. Number three, I've got LCA. I've moved Salem up to number two. And then EC Glass with only one loss is number one. So if you look at the grade eight, it's uh, EC Glass, Salem, LCA, Heritage, Botetot, North Cross, Radford, Patrick Henry, the way it stacks up on my grade eight is EC Glass and Salem are going to meet next week, one and two. Yes. LCA and Heritage, if LCA wins tonight, rather, and Heritage will meet next week, uh, that's three and four. Botetot's in there 
uh, North Cross could win a state championship today. Right. Um, so what do you think, Coach? Uh, PH and Radford, I think that you can – I would put Christiansburg somewhere in there. Okay. Because I think Christiansburg, you know, they're still rolling along here. Um, I like the EC class Salem 1 and 2 right now. Uh, Lord Bonitat, I think, could be a little higher. Who, who are you going to put them above, Heritage or LCA? Maybe Heritage right now, even though Heritage had that great win, uh, you know, against Brookville last night. But I think Bonitat's been quiet. And that's the thing. They, you know, they go to work every week. They mm-hmm. do their job. They win. and But you, you get a sense that you really don't hear a lot about Bonitat. Right. Because I think a lot of it falls into the Lynchburg area with the Seminole and how strong the Seminole is. And Bonitat just says, hey, uh, we're going to play Jamie Harless football. We're just going to keep winning. Right. And that's what they do. Week in, week out, they just keep winning. But so you, know, you do have a concern with penalties, though, again this year. I do. That's, that's the one thing last night that I feel like if you, if you could eliminate one thing away from Lord Bonitat, it's just those small penalties. And they're the nagging penalties. They're the offsides. They're the... You know, it's motion. They're the motion. It's just those small penalties that can just mess a drive up in a heartbeat. You know, you go from needing three yards to all of a sudden you need eight yards. Yeah. And it can just mess you up. And you're you're waiting and that's the one thing that's not in Harless's you know when you look at his repertoire right now, that's the one thing is that state championship. And he's got a state championship caliber team right mm-hmm. now. He had it last year. He's he, you know, each year he's got that good team. It, if he can just put it all together and keep those penalties away from it, boy, Jamie's got a state championship team right now. Well, you know, Botetourt's marquee win has this year had to be Riverheads. It, that's what I'm saying. And and their loss was to EC Glass the first game of the year. Yeah, where you know it would be interesting to see him play again right yes. now. Yes, uh, EC Glass is playing well, but Botetourt's playing a lot better. So, oh yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah, you make a good point. But the one thing I want to say about penalties, though, and Dave, you you chime in if you tell me what you think about this. You know, it's a fine line. Coaches want their teams to be aggressive. Correct. And a lot of times when we do the chart, when you look at the uh, – in print, when you look at the charts the coaches fill out on who won, whether they won, lost, or it was a push. Right. A lot of times the team that wins loses the penalty battle. Sure. Because they like them being aggressive. Right. And to your point, it doesn't really hurt you during the season. When you start playing competition that's closer, yeah. when you start getting up in the playoffs, it can jump up and bite you when you have a really bad penalty sure. on a drive where you just can't afford it. Right. So how do you turn it off? It's like a spigot. You want them to be aggressive, but as you move towards the playoffs, you got to get disciplined. Yeah. Well, you know, I watched, we watched Bassett last night, and Bassett had a, uh, you know, a kid run down the field like 80-some yards. I think it was 60, 60 70, 80 yep. yards. And all of a sudden, here comes a kid on Bassett, and he just hits a Lord Bonitot player in the back. Yeah. He just nails him, and it takes the, you know, takes the touchdown back. And then you're sitting here, and you're going, you know, they eventually had to, you know, punt the ball away, and you're thinking to yourself, that one penalty – changed your whole momentum yeah you were you were yeah. rolling and then all of a sudden now you're back to where you were and you could you know a penalty can get you yeah and that's the key thing if you can just keep your penalties down and look it's easier said than done because like you said 
if you've got a team that's aggressive and and they're giving you everything they've got, the one thing you don't want to see is, is you don't want to see penalties after the play. Right. And dumb. They, and dumb just penalties. dumb penalties. That you're sitting here going, what are you doing? You know, those are the penalties that just hurt you. And uh, if, like I said, if they can if they can manage those small penalties and keep them away, there's no doubt in my mind, Jamie Harless will make a run, a strong run for that state title. <clears throat> well, you know, um, there's some guys out there that really do a good job of drawing penalties. Yes. Um, they just, they have a knack. And, and, you know, we know it. The second guy always gets caught. Right. <laughs> you know, that's just a fact of life. I mean, yeah. you know, the second guy is usually the one that, Pays the price. Well, and it was, I think it was Bassett last night, got <laughs> yes. a penalty for mocking the center. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. That's right. He he apparently did where you can't yell like out where he's trying to get the guy instead of hut hut, you know, he's right. saying something and yeah. it causes the. And it causes somebody to move. And you're sitting here and you're going, what's that? like of, an old coach trick. Right. Is that, I mean, did you do that, coach? You, you you did, well, see, you do it from the sideline. You don't do it on the – you do it from the sideline. You weren't yeah. even in the game, right? Well, you're not even in the game. You're standing there going, hut, 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 you know. You, but, no, it's those kind of penalties. It's like, really, that's the penalty that you want to give to a team like Botetot? No, I know. See, that, that those – and they can really screw up your momentum and yeah. everything else. Yeah, it just takes uh, you out of a ball game. I tell you, you know, you're, I like your, your grade eight. The only one, you know, it's hard to keep Glenver out of there right now. That's true. I mean, that's really, a great point. The way they're, the way they're I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. I was shocked when I saw that final score last night. I said, Thirty-five to nothing over yeah. Martinsville. I yeah, mean, at Martinsville. I mean, right. Wow. That's a great point. I think the I think Glenver needs to make a, an entry back into you know, the problem with Glenver was they, they got to where they were seven and three. Right. Yeah. They had yeah. three losses and yep. but they but they're on the revenge tour. They've already Right. Uh, I mean they've already yeah. beat the two of the teams that, that that's they it. lost to. So, yeah, um, that's it. That's you beat it. you beat Floyd. You beat Martinsville. Now you know and that's the Well thing. Appomattox has ended your season the last three well, three or yeah, so boy, years. That, so. If they're in a way to get a team fired up, that's all you need. That's it, is that right one. there, yeah. But you know, Coach Clifford, when you talk to him about Appomattox, I mean he's very careful. I, I know last year when I talked to him after the game, um, you know, it's it's a Jimmy and Joe thing. You know, he's got great kids, great athletes, but Appomattox always has two or three guys that's they gonna do. go play college football yeah. at the top division. And you you have to corral those guys. You can't let those guys beat you. Right. Where well, is that, that Appomattox game? coach has done a heck of a job, too, let me tell you. Yeah, where is that game? What's I, I think it's at Glenver. I'm not sure. Okay. We'll have to check it out. Okay. Really? Okay. I, I think yeah. it's at Glenver, but um, it was at Glenver last year. I too. like a little home cooking, so... Are you talking about just the fans, or are you help. talking about something else, Coach? Always Apparently, helps, you know. <laughs> I saw him with a wad of money in his pocket, and I wonder what's going on nah, here. Nah, that's, Coach is too tight. That exactly. wasn't Coach. No, that's not okay. me. No, not uh, me. That's right. It was play money. Anyway. Yeah, that's right. Monopoly. Monopoly money. Yeah. All right, before we uh, – we're getting close to the end of the show, but I want to talk about uh, really just next week's battles of the crunch teams. Um and again, uh, just get your guys' thoughts. You know, the first one is uh, Salem at EC Glass at City Stadium. Yeah. What do you guys think has to happen here for either one to come out on top? I, look, the Mules are going to have to do their job. And what we saw last night, they're going to have to bring that show into Lynchburg. And there, it, this cannot be just a running battle for EC Glass. I mean, for Salem. Salem's right. going to have to take it to EC Glass. They're going to have to throw it. They're going to have to run it. They're going to have to be all over the place. 
mules are going to handle their business. On the other side of the ball with EC Glass, it all lays into one man's hand, and that's George White. If you have a George White kind of night, let me tell you, that young man can put it to you in a heartbeat. And, you know, he throws the ball, and when he throws the ball, he can put it places that I've yet to see quarterbacks around here do it. And he just has an understanding of where that ball needs to go. And, boy, he looks good doing it. He's got a lot of talent around him. He does. Him. He's got receivers oh, that yeah. can run. He does. Listen, he's got good running backs. Good I mean, running yep. backs. I mean, a good line. Of a line. Yeah. Uh, they, they're, they're... But he is a coach on the field. He is. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he understands this game. Yeah, he literally looks like that seasoned quarterback. Yeah, he understands this game. So this will this will be, you know. Well, with him, and but let's not take anything away. Deron Wilson's done a nice job. Oh, no doubt. Think of how long Super he's been job. doing yeah. <laughs> the job yeah. at Salem. And then, uh, you know, with the glass run, and you got Peyton Lewis. I right. I mean, it's, it's uh, for Der- Salem. I mean, it's. it's uh, Deron Wilson. Deron Wilson really hurt Louisa County with his legs. He did. Yeah, I mean, he threw yeah. it well, but then he took off sometimes, and, and if you've got your back turned to him and running with a receiver, you're not going to tackle him. Don't be surprised if this game, whoever has the ball last, wins this ball game. Mm. That, Is that I crystal? Have, you got the crystal I ball? Do. I have a feeling that this this may be one of those games <laughs> of this is going to be back and forth, back and forth, and whoever gets that ball last. Well, that sounds like a typical hey, heritage yeah, easy yeah, glass you know game. Yeah. You know yes. what? you got to be careful then. Uh, now that he's talked like that, of what kind of penalties come uh, yes. late in that game. Because if he's, if uh, my buddy, uh, Mr. Leftwich is going off, he might he might be trying to get those. He's saying, okay, let's get, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really? All really? right, so so the other games, real quick, Heritage at either LCA, Turner, Ashby. Let's just assume uh, maybe it's LCA. That That's a rematch there of a really good game. Right. Now, I don't know if LCA will beat Turner Ashby, but if the, if Heritage LCA get back together, that's going to be a good one. And I'm telling you, you know, Heritage is one of these teams that they're in that mix of, you know, the Seminole here. But, boy, you you know, EC Glass Heritage. I mean, EC Glass uh, LCA, EC Glass LCA, EC Glass LCA. And who's the one team that handles their business? Heritage. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, they that, yeah. they Listen, know how to do it. They got the jug. They do. Uh, SEC glass you, you where the jug at, is. Yeah, they know well, how to do it. <laughs> Listen, uh, I can assure you of this, Brad Bradley. Make sure they're up for that. <laughs> you <game>. got it. <laughs> yes. Not that they need to be, but no, seriously, that's, uh, boy, these are some good, good games. matchups. Yeah. I, I got to be honest with you. Yeah. George Wythe at Grayson County, another rematch. Another, yeah. George Wythe got him the first time. It's tough to beat a team twice. It is. It is. And that's and, uh, and Stephen James' team down there at uh, Grayson County. He does, he's doing a good job. Yeah, he's done a heck of a yeah, job. Yeah, don't ever yeah. take for granted that you got him the first time because the second time, trust me, it's not the same team you saw. That's as, right. You know. Uh, Appomattox at, uh, versus Glenver. Not sure where it's at, but I think it's at Glenver. But anyways, Appomattox at Glenver. Again, Doug Smith, the coach at Appomattox, a real good coach. Kevin Clifford, I mean, that's a real chess match. Uh, yeah. And and Glenver, again, has been knocked out by them the last few years. I don't, yeah, I don't think we get knocked out this time. Well, okay, you know, and, yeah. And uh, I remember Doug Smith. He was over and uh, he coached Heritage. before Appomattox. He was over in Heritage, which right. I remember doing games, and he was the coach yeah. at Heritage. So uh, I tell you what, that that's going to be a <laughs> Knockdown drag out there. Yeah, it's what? coming together. I tell you what. Yeah, it's coming together in Glenver. But like you say, beating a team twice, that's exactly you think of Floyd County and Glenver and yeah. uh, and Martinsville and Glenver. My goodness. Right. And I mean, really, 
they took it to both those teams. That's right. Yeah. That's right. The last one I just want to call out, Christiansburg at Botetot. This game, I, I tell you, you can win this game and, and be done. Yes. Because these teams are so physical. Yep. You've got to make sure you whoever wins it wins the game healthy. Correct. You've got to get out of this healthy. I know Christiansburg, you know, Botetot suffered a couple big injuries from Christiansburg the last few years when they moved on. They won the game, but they moved on. Right. And it's killed Botetot. Yeah, and, you know, Bonnetot and Christiansburg, they've had these games where, you know, they've had big cushions that they've worked with. But I got a feeling this is going to be a dogfight here. And so hang in there for a good game here. Absolutely. Oh, great show today, guys. Uh, great conversation. I love that at the end there. Uh, you know, it's fun to kind of put it out there. Uh, thanks for your time listening to Crunch Time. Special thanks to uh, Dave Ross. Man, you make our show great. Uh, watch the the game on crunchhsports.com this yeah. afternoon. Bassett at Lord Botetot. Um, and it's uh, it's good and only getting better, folks. Listen to us next week, 10 a.m. We'll be right back here. We humbly appreciate uh, your listening. Uh, for Coach Randy, Dave Ross, uh, and, uh, you know, special guest Jason Bilek yeah, today. thank you, Jason. Uh, very nice to be here. I'm Carl York, and you've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's all for him. WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com.